everybody look up and watch out. It's Keep Up with Sylvan Singh. Welcome to the show. I'm here with the rest of the Keep Up crew. Let's get into some motherfucking shout-outs. Oh, my God, what is that? Oh, my God. What is that? Oh, hell no. It's time for some motherfucking shout-outs. My man, Seville. My man, yes, the artist. Yes. The good yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. Have a good man podcast. <laughs> Out now on iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Please give us your shout out. Oh, okay. Shout out. First things first. I got a shout out to my brother from another mother, Senor Chris Berry, the other host of the Good Man Podcast. That's right. Um, shout out to King Saladin, you know, the art inspiration. Shout out to Mike Rashid, the king, you know, for the, the fitness, motivation, and inspiration and stuff, you know. Mentals and muscles. That's how I'm trying to live. Mentals and muscles. Look at you with the catchphrases. Mm-hmm. No, so, no, please. All right, all right. Save it for the segment. Save it for the segment. I'm joking. I'm not so I'll pull back, but all right. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm really excited, bro. I'm, I'm really excited. Good. I like excited people. Let's do it. Hooray! What the fuck happened? All right, this is a segment with viral news. And uh, the cliche for this week is to be announced because, I don't know, man, with, you know, Crossing Swords is a great uh, title for a show, but with two dudes on the show, I don't know how that works. I don't yeah. know. So we might change that. We might, yeah. we might make it more artistic because we have an artist on the show. He's sensitive about this shit, just like Erica Badu. <laughs> man, have feelings, too. That's true. That's true. And you definitely talk about that in your podcast. Yes. So we will get into that in the interview portion. Again, his podcast is the Good Man Podcast. His artwork is all over the Internet. It's all over Instagram, Civilized, at Civilized. Yeah. Um, S-I-V-E-L-L-I-Z-E-D. Yo, honestly, you were the first person to ever spell it right. Nice. All right. Yo, somebody was giving me a compliment for saying, Giannis Acapotempo. I was like, yo, you don't know how long that fucking took me to fucking memorize, motherfucker. Like, don't don't be that impressed. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, speaking of not that impressed with the rocks that she got, mm. or that she's already had, J-Lo, she's back in the news for the same thing she's been back in the news for, like, the last 20 years. And we're not, like, you know, whatever. You got you to gotta do what you got to do. You're a little of life. Nobody gives a fuck about what we think. But Lord of the Rings, and what did you say before? Thanos. Thanos, ah! Oh. Her hand has all the infinities. Ah. That's it, you know? Thanos of the streets. They have broken off their engagement, their two-year engagement. Word. And, yo, and I don't watch WandaVision, but those fucking Soul Stone, um, the fucking Vision. Yeah, uh, Vision. Yo, they are so tough. Exactly. They are so... I've never seen one episode. I've never even seen a second of that show, and I mm-hmm. crack up at all the memes. That's it. They gave him. It's funny how Vision and Vincent. That's kind yeah, of yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you notice that. Over razzle dazzle. That's what I do. That's what I yeah, do. Yeah. Right. As, um, right. Two Infinity Stones, one for each ear. <laughs> hey, you gotta flex them. Yo, I used to play with Vision um, with that X-Men game back in the day on Sega. I forget what it was called, but Vision was in it. And uh, so was Hawkeye, so was Iron Man, all the motherfuckers. The, and back in the day, I used to think of them as, like, C characters. If they weren't, like, the X-Men, if they weren't, like, freaking... Um, to me, yeah, they, they were, like... they were. Oh, yeah, just X-Men. Pretty much X-Men was, like, the caliber for me back then. And then anybody else was, like, freaking, like, second tier. Gotcha. Spider-Man, all that good shit. But um, J-Lo and A-Rod, J-Lo and A-Rod, first of all, are you into baseball? No. 
because okay. I, I mean, I played as a kid. I was always into it, but then I tried out in high school and they didn't let me play. I was a senior and they let a middle schooler in eighth grade take my spot. And I was like, what? Oh, man, disrespectful. What? Yeah, I was like, fuck that. I'm done with baseball. I'm done. Oh, good. It, well, you could have had that MJ story. It could have been like, I'm going to try out in high school now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. I'm going to show them. Or you're going to show them how it is. Right? Or you're going to retire like halfway into your basketball career and like become a, a, a triple A. Got to. You know, we got to leave a legacy somehow. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, no, we, we actually uh, worked at Shibley together. We uh, You were a camper first. I was never a camper there. I worked there when I was uh, – I started working there when I was 17, and I think I stopped at like 22. 21 and uh yeah you ended up being a cit just like your brother your brother's a fireman now congratulations to him congratulations to you like i said um i never saw your artwork when we were um when we were comrades at the uh the shibley day camp in roslyn and uh now that i know you as an adult i am i i've said this on the pre-meeting you are my favorite person personal artist i love looking at your artwork i'm like always in awe always fascinated, always looking for the new thing you're doing. And again, shout out to Sherryology. She is literally my second favorite. Sorry that I have to say you're my second. Oh, like, no, cool. But it's a close second, Sherry. It's a cl- and I've been, I've been on civilized freaking artwork for years. Like, hey, But I, I, the fact that I know who you're talking about. That's true. That's true. Pancakes and booze is... Yes, pancakes. I'm going to have to show this clip. I'm going to have to show this clip. The artist I, I know personally, like, if you're an artist or you do any sort of creative media thing like that, Pancakes and booze is the way to go. And I wanted to go, and I missed it. You did it, like, three times at least. Oh, man. And, and of course, I regret it now in this COVID era and shit like that. Everything that I FOMO'd out on and fucking YOLO'd out on, I fucking, like, I'm like, damn, why didn't I do it? Why didn't I do it? Once this is over, like, this world is going to be completely different. Absolutely. I'm doing crepes and, and booze. I'm doing weed and waffles. I'm doing all that shit. I don't know. I'm doing it all. That actually doesn't sound too bad. Weed and waffles. You right? Might be, you might be on the <laughs> Yeah. Wait until I get to DMT and eggs. Oof. So how do you how do you feel about JL on A Rod? Is that on your radar? Is that in your purview? Do you, do you like I know that we see all the, the lovely memes of J Lo and A Rod. Somebody said that he's actually Dominican and that's messed up for the Dominican brothers out there, but you know, they do have a reputation. Sorry. But is it on my radar? Not I'm I'm familiar with them, you know, splitting, but it's not too too close on my radar. But either way, like you said, the memes and stuff. Rather, ironically, I feel like memes are news now. They you really can are. Understand what's really going on, and then you can kind of base your own perspective off of that. But yeah, all I know is they're splitting up. Like you said, two weeks before they were engaged. Or something. Yeah, there's a there's a story. There's a um, there's a story that there was a mistress um, that he was talking to. Hold on, let's see. A Rod mistress. Let's type that in. I don't know why I didn't have that on the uh, outline already. Actually, I could type that in over here. Um, A-Rod mistress, but yeah, so supposedly two weeks before he proposed, he was on this girl's, uh, DMs and stuff like that. Why J-Lo called it off with A-Rod, this is from Elle magazine, and, um, yeah, there's this blonde chick, and yeah, she, she home-wrecked, she home-wrecked, um, another home of J-Lo's. Uh, Mark Anthony is there to the rescue. Mark yeah. Anthony called up and he was like, "This, I got you, girl. I got you. I got you. Encantante. I got you. As as a celebrity, I feel as if you know what comes with your your profile. You know you're going to get people coming out of the woodwork doing all sorts of wild shit. You're always under the microscope with every step you take. So 
I feel like there's some things, of course, it's going to sound bad. <clears throat> I feel like as a celebrity, there are some things you got to take on the chin. Of course, yes. Jalen Hunter, he was talking to some, he was talking to somebody two weeks before you were engaged. Lauren Hunter is her name. But guess what? You're engaged to A-Rod. And let's be real, Jenny from the block. <laughs> Which block? <laughs> that, like, everybody has some shit on them, but he, he chose you. Of course, I can't speak on what's going on between them, mm-hmm. but only they know, but... I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, no, I no, 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 no. We're not looking to you for all the answers. No worries, yeah, no yeah. worries oh, at all. Definitely, definitely no answers. But it's like it's just there's a level of bullshit you have to tolerate as a celebrity. Yes, that's it. You got to have thick skin, of course. Shit's who do you think cheated on who first? Like I know that we have all the evidence on A-Rod right now, but do you think right now I'm reading in most of the gossip columns, it's saying that, and actually not the gossip, the L is not a gossip, it's a fashion magazine, and her, and, and a statement from one of her reps said that his character was into question. Doesn't say that he was uh, cheating, doesn't say that he was uh, philandering anywhere, which obviously is definitely he, he he's a cheater in general. Like I'm a Yankee fan, yeah. and you obviously got caught with steroids twice, and he had to be sued by the Yankees. And actually, he tried to sue them even though he lied. So exactly. I don't even know why the Yankees even talked to him. And imagine, imagine if they would have bought that baseball team together. If they would have bought the Mets because they were in line to buy the Mets, both of them as a couple, as a couple in a yeah in um yes they got bought out not bought they got overbid by um the hedge fund manager Steve Cohen um and yes and he got in trouble with Robin Hood recently making all those statements and shit he's a dumbass um but uh imagine imagine how messy that would have been holy shit I mean I could say this much let's say if he bought the Yankees she bought the Mets <laughs> Subway series would have been so official. Off the so six, baby! Off the six! <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been sick. And they would have spent the dough, too, to make it pop in. They would have been like, you know, halftime shows and shit like that, like, yeah. waiting for tonight. Yo, I heard. Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't want us singing night of the club. They definitely don't. Yeah. They had to just put us in the corner somewhere. Hype made it out. What's it? That's so it. They would have told us to leave. Like, listen, you're not in trouble, but just, but just follow me. Just follow us over here, okay? We're, we don't want anybody else looking like bouncers in here. Guys, guys, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Um, one more thing about A-Rod. I heard, yeah. I don't know if this is true anymore, because I know, I, I think they were cohabitated, right? I think they were coped for $1 million. <laughs> they uh, supposedly, when he had his own crib, or... I don't know if he brought this into J-Lo's crib, but at the top of his steps, he has a centaur half, and the next half is him. I feel about that. If that is if that is true, which I think it is, actually. I think people have taken pictures of it. How <laughs> <laughs> does that affect your view of A-Rod? <laughs> yeah, a half or him. Yeah, it's that, like a it's like an old spice commercial. It's like, it's yeah, like that's 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 S tier level <laughs> at the top of your steps. Unless you if it's a right house, it's not no regular steps. That's not regular steps, no, no, and it's not a little mini one. It's life size. Uh, nah, Cinderella's like sneakers on that step probably still. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, that doesn't change. I, that's. That's on par? That's on par with what you think of A-Rod? Yeah, that's pretty on par. Yeah, I can give him that. Yeah, there we go. All right. I feel you. That's me, too, to be honest. 
Yeah. I, to be honest, if I heard anything, it would be on par. I'd be like, uh, yeah, he's like he went to war in like the Middle East. What? A rock? Yeah, he would. Wow. wow. Yeah, he would enlist. Yeah, like no reason. They should put that in history books. Right. <laughs> he would be really grateful for that. This guy is definitely thirsty for the clout. Oh yeah. And we love him for it, though, to be honest. Like, if you're into uh, – even, even though I hate him, I think he's a bastard. When I saw him on Fox Sports, uh, few, like where he's, he's been on there for, like, three years at least. Yeah. And even when he was on the Yankees, actually, when he would, like, guest appear, um, even when, like, he was still active as a player, when he was yeah. just like, damn, this asshole is too good at this. Like, oh, the last holes. Exactly. It's, like, it's like one of those, yeah. And I'm sure people do that to me, too. They're like, why does, why, why does he keep – why? He's such a dick. Why is he not dead in the dirt somewhere? Like, there's mad people who think that about A-Rod. Whether you're a Red Sox fan, whether you're a Mets fan, whether you're just like Cindy, his former ex, Cindy Rodriguez, who knows? But lots of people hate on A-Rod. And so when they see him in the broadcast booth just being a total natural, they're just like, fuck, what else is he good at? Well, why do I like to hate so much? Exactly. (laughs) I hate so that I gave album. up. I gave up. I'm just like, this guy's just a douchebag. I'm just going to roll with it. I'm just going <laughs> to roll with it. And, yeah, and J-Lo did not. And who knows? Who knows, man? Lord of the Rings, Thanos, will be back. Oh, wow. Kathy Hochul, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm not going to, like, try to play my man's uh, civilized. I didn't know who Kathy Hochul either was. Yeah, um, and she is a lieutenant governor of New York State. And why should you know that? Because Cuomo, whether you voted for him or not, I didn't. I never voted for him, by the way. I've never voted for Cuomo. Like I said, I've said this a million times on this show. I voted for Larry Sharp, and I voted in the primary for Cynthia Nixon. I even voted for the actress from Sex and the City because I fucking hate Cuomo. That motherfucker sucks. And I'm a liberal. I am a liberal. I have voted blue most of my life, and I do not like Cuomo. I, I laughed when people were like, Cuomo for president because of what he's had the pandemic. No, he fucked the whole pandemic up. Oh, for real. And I knew about the nursing home thing. I never I yeah, never defended I heard out about that recently. Like he. Oh, for real? Oh, no. They were talking about it like a year ago. But, yes, they tried to cover it up mad times. Even in the news, to be honest. Even the media was covering up. He, yeah, he needs to get out of here. For that. For something like that, especially during these times, yeah. Get him Absolutely. Fuck, get him out of here. Yeah, so there was um, – he gave an executive order or his version of it, if you're a uh, governor – and um, they sent people, they sent sick individuals into nursing homes. And then on top of that, he supposedly, allegedly, he, um, well, the AIDS actually snitched on him. So it's a little bit more than allegedly. Uh, the the, yes, exactly. There's a lot of people coming forward. And so the AIDS snitched on themselves, snitched on him. They got in a lot of trouble for it. And they said that he instructed them to smudge up those numbers. And then he's going on defense on several interviews saying that, like, oh, the one-third of deaths are from nursing homes. We're at 28%. We're under the average. I'm like, damn, dog, you're you're a real good pitchman. 2% under, and you're really trying to sell that? You're really on this hill, my man? Like, damn. So and then he got the he got the Emmy he got which I didn't even know that there was Emmy for politicians or like for civil servants until he got it he got an Emmy he got an Emmy last year yes yeah I had no idea civil Emmy for his handling of the pandemic so not only did he fuck up the pandemic and he's gotten all these accolades that was like when Obama which I'm an Obama fan that was like when he was bombing Syria and Afghanistan and they gave him a Nobel Peace Prize I was like okay I mean. Even he said it, he didn't understand it. He was just like, I just bombed the country yesterday. Like, why are you giving me this award? Like, exactly. No, that means more bombs. More, more bombs. <laughs> yellow cake, motherfucker. More That's yellow it. cake. More bombs. 
But Kathy Halter, like I said, she is the lieutenant governor. And so, again, happy Women's Month. This uh, by the end of this month, she might be your new governor. You're your new, even though she's interim. Even if, well, if she got in, she would be interim. Um, same thing with uh, our first black mayor. That was not mayor. Whoa, that was David Dinkins. Our first black governor. That was uh, Pat Patterson, David Patterson, the uh, blind one, the one that took over for Elliot Spitzer when he was taken out. When he was taken out through his uh, prostitution scandal. Um, right, he brought A Rod. A Rod was like his lawyer at the time. He was like, "Yo, A Rod as a lawyer, you're not gonna win." You're not gonna win. <laughs> no. All right, guys, um, I'm here for the episode of The Apprentice. Hold on. no, no, no. This is a court case, bro. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. I even said that too. By the way, I was like, "Damn, A Rod would be really good at The Apprentice." And my grandmother goes, "He's been on it already." I'm like, "Oh shit, damn, he'd be really good." At Shark Tank. And somebody was like, he's been on it already, like, three times. I'm like, damn this motherfucker. <laughs> damn it, A-Rod. Damn it. Damn you, A-Rod. <laughs> what else can you do? What? I know, man. I know. I'm about to get an A-Rod jersey now just because that. Cause right? Get the Miami one. Yeah, the, the U one. I heard that's, like, actually, that's one of the best. That's, like, one of the more fire ones when he played in college at the U. That, I mm-hmm. love Miami. Yeah, I miss Miami too, to be honest. Every time I see people, I see some. I saw one of my friends at a bachelorette party down there, and I, I miss it so much. Miami's so great. You were in Miami. As an artist, you've been to our Basel, right? Bro. Oh. oh, man. Yo, I'm not trying to. Yeah. Yo, dude. So we got to take that trip together, man. When it, yeah. I'm, I was going to go this year. Like, I had everything set, and then all of a sudden, God said, psych. No, but you've been to Winwood, right? Like even before our battle. No, no, that's your place, well, man. That's I've uh, never. You're gonna love it, man. Battle Winwood. No, when it happens, you're gonna love it. You're gonna yeah, love I'm it. Gonna you're, you're gonna go insane. It's so nice. It's so beautiful, and it changes all the time. So you'll you'll get your own personal experience. You won't like see something somebody else saw and shit like that. It's so it's so incredible, man. So yeah, no, that's pretty much on Kathy Hochul. She is again. She is the uh, lieutenant governor. And she is probably going to replace, probably, if I had to put the over, I'm going to ask uh, Steve, what is the over-under? Do you think that Cuomo, first of all, do you think he did it? And second of all, what's the over-under on if he is going to be uh, basically impeached or run out of office, canceled out? Did he do it? Yes. Okay. I'm not even going to be on a bush with that one. All right, cool. As, you know, New York is different. And when you're in a position of power in New York, you need things to go a certain way. You're going to pull some strings, especially with Cuomo. He's connected to everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think he, he did it. I definitely think he did it. Descended um, to Malto Mario, Cuomo. Yeah. Kathy Ochoa, is she going to take his place? That I'm not too sure of. I'll give it a 50-50, but... Oh, I mean, they would have to give it to her at that point. Yeah, I, I want her. I want her to take it. Just because... I've been those, it's a very misogynistic society that we live in. Oh, no way. And I think that a woman's perspective or approach to different topics might really smooth some things out. You know how it is when guys get together. It's the ego and who's, who's this, who's that. Nobody got, nah. Locker room talk, guys. Locker room talk. Locker room talk. But now let's be real with this. Even as men, if you have a hot boss, I'll say extra. Gen- I'll do work. Yes, I'll- Jennifer Anderson. I'll be right there. I'll be right there. You need me to do what? Miss my first son's birth and come to work? Of course. I'll be there. I'll be a little late. Do you want to call for anything? Yes. Do you need me to stab myself with this paper clip? Yes. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'll- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. To be honest, even at uh, Jennifer Anderson's age, I still would do all that. She's still really hot. 
Um, and and you're right, uh, Kathy Holchel, you're right that uh, I don't see any scandals in her future because um, I don't think like women are scandal free because they actually had this woman. Um, her name was Hill. I forgot what her first name was. And um, so get this. You're going to love this one. Uh, she was having a, a threesome affair, a thruple with her campaign staffer. So her husband and her and her aide, who was 21 at the time, and they were like, I think in like their late 30s. Not not like a huge age gap, but like it's still, like you said, like it's still taking advantage, like, you know, yeah. um, somebody that young. Uh, whatever, sex is sex, you're over 18, that's cool, but, like, it's still mean, it's still, like, damn, why would you, like, why would you, like, twist this girl's mind at such, like, a young age, now she's gonna be, like, depressed for the rest of her life, and, Mm -hmm. yeah, so anyway, so they got, so, she was ascending, this woman, she was ascending into the political ranks, she was actually pretty, uh, prominent before she got taken out, before she got canceled out, and, um, yeah, people found out about that, because the, um, the third person in the throuple, got yeah. really upset that like she tried to pay her off to um to basically disappear. Yeah, wow. she was she was not happy about that. And to, and to this day I think she's still really into them. She's still like really hurt that she's not that she still wants to be the third member of the Bee Gees. Like of course. I mean, think even at that age, this is the 21-year-old who got upset, right? <clears throat> yeah, she's older now, but yes, she was 21 at the time, I believe. And I can understand what she's coming from. Think about the position you're in. You're in a throuple with two powerful people that you work with. That's nothing but network connections and sex. <laughs> Word. Good yeah, sex. I would, lo- I would love to see a doc on that shit. That would be sick. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Good or sex. even a movie. Paychex at the same time. Yup. Yup. I know. And he, like I said, she was getting more of the spotlight on her. So she was just like, like House of uh, Cards, like Frank. Yeah. Sh- 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 don't tell nobody. That's it. No, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I miss Frank, man. I know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Spacey. What a dick. Fucking child molester. Not in the child molester, but he, well, actually, no, he did. He threw that 15-year-old on the bed and shit, but it sucks, man, because he was such a great actor. But now it's, like, so hard to watch people like that. But let's get into some music. What the fault lies in all of you? What the fuck did I hear? Welcome back, Abel. Uh, we've talked about this before. I became a fan only like uh, since my last, uh, yeah, since my last Coachella that he was one of the headliners. Really? I was not a fan of him before. He was, yeah, he was fantastic, actually. The first time I saw him at Coachella, I've seen him twice at Coachella. He was not a headliner. He actually was performing uh, back-to-back with Frank Ocean. And, and even Frank Ocean wasn't a big deal at that time either. Oh, bro, you saw two legends on stage. And they were during the daytime. Wow. I know. Oh. <laughs> you know. And now I can't even see Frank Ocean. Like, these mother, like even before yeah. COVID, it was so hard to freaking catch him at a show. You had to actually go back to Coachella to yeah. actually go see him again. Yeah. He stopped making music, too. I'm, I'm, yeah, pretty much. He needs to come back. Cause. Blonde was really good, too. Um, yeah. And you're right. He still comes out with the Tumblr shit. But mm-hmm. there's not many people on Tumblr anymore, so I don't even know why he keeps releasing oh. shit on there. When the world needed him most, he vanished. Right? I know. Um, <laughs> so Abel is back, um, and his best work right now. Um, I love Starboy, but this one right near, uh, uh, light. Oh, damn, what is his new album called? <laughs> Something in the lights? Hold up. You see, I got to pull up, too, because. That was, um, that was really bad. And I love it. I love the album. The album's great. His last few albums have been fired. Actually, all his albums are fired. Now that I've appreciated his pop, even though, like, his pop music is, like, my favorite, and then I got to, like, appreciate 
more of his trap stuff from the beginning. Because when I was younger, uh, my friends, uh, some of my old, and, and actually one of my friends, John, congratulations to him again. I'm on one of his new episodes, Sammy and John. They were um, they were on our hundredth episode uh, guest, and so uh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so oh, damn, what was I about to say? <laughs> Sidetracked uh, on that one with John. And they were on your 100th episode. Oh, the weekend, the weekend. So they used to always be befuddled. They used to be always, like, really confused on why I didn't like the weekend. And at the time, again, this was, like, trilogy time, House of Balloons, all that good stuff. And I was just like, dude, I I just, at the moment, I just can't mix all the rap lyrics with all the, like, the harmonizing. Like, fucking bitches and taking some fucking molly. And I'm like, yeah, that's not my thing, man. Like, (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I understand at the time, but now that I love like uh, flashing, not flashing lights. We're gonna get to the songs. Actually, I'm gonna stop butchering his fucking music. Um, <laughs> now that we've gotten to all his TikTok music and all that kind of stuff, uh, yes, I love his whole body of work now. I'm a big fan. So I was a fan of him from the. I would say, was it House of Balloons? The newer stuff, um, the highlights. That's what it's called. It, but I'm not really a fan of the new stuff, like the old weekend. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Any artist who's just coming you're the up. You're the opposite. Like, you're the opposite. Yeah, any mm-hmm. artist who's just coming up, like, I'm a fan of their work because you get the authenticity and the real pain and True. music behind them. Because now it's like, okay, I need to make music of me. Like, I can't fake this shit anymore. But once you get to a certain level, once again, you can filter it with whatever bullshit you want and say whatever you want. And you have the status behind you that people are going to listen to it at this point. You can... You can sell an album with no music on it, and people are going to buy it just because they support you. But I don't believe in shit like that. I want to hear, I want to hear your story. I want to hear your raw, authentic self. That's right. Don't believe the motherfucking hype. I'm with you. Okay. I learned recently through all this beef. Oh yeah, we didn't even get into the beef. <laughs> mm. So the Grammys did not nominate him for what a lot of people call his best album ever, his okay. best complete work at least. And again, like I said, all and I don't mean to like it's just the sign of the times. He literally has like four songs on TikTok and like that people that just went viral and that have gone diamond and gold, all that type, like all types of record, record smashing singles everywhere. And so it just really didn't make sense, actually, that he did not get nominated. Like, I know that it's not the Billboard Awards. I know it's not based on album sales, but like, come on, like, you got to be something. Yeah. And so he didn't get record of the year. He didn't get not uh, album of the year. So he has instructed his record label, which is, hold on, what is his record label? record label is and he used to be with Drake that was when he was making that uh, that music when he was with OVO he never really signed with OVO I know that no. but um, he was definitely part of the crew for a while or him and Drake have beef they did because uh, like I said oh he's number one oh wow he uh, on Spotify he's the number one listened to artist right now there we go shit shout out to Abel right what is his regular label? Why am I like fucking this up right now? <laughs> but anyway, so he's not on OVO. That's the that's the biggest point. So yes, you're right. Drake did, um, was very upset that he had been grooming him for a while, or at least you know sweating him, and uh, so he felt that like he owed him. He felt like he owed uh, to him to sign to OVO to his uh, Canadian, and they had the Canadian roots, both from T Dot, both from uh, Toronto, the Six, and uh, yeah, I guess I would feel the type of way too, man, because he's a major fucking talent and so Drake definitely wants to keep getting paid so I don't blame him. Can you imagine if the weekend was under OVO? And I've never been to the OVO festival I heard that like both of them be smashing it like every time that he would show up it would just be like ridiculous. You got Drake, you got the weekend 
Oh, well, we'll get that. Actually, that's a perfect segue. Um, even though I am more Meg Thee Stallion, uh, Tory Lanez, he just came out with Playboy, which is very, he's coming at Meg again, and he's uh, very misogynistic okay. once again. But actually, I'm starting to appreciate it, though. He's, like, very honest about it. <laughs> Do you think he did it? Because that yes. was a big controversial. Absolutely, I think he did it. Okay. How do you fake that? How do you fake shooting somebody? <laughs> How do you fake shooting somebody in the foot? I'm, I'm trying to... I guess I can say I was trying my hardest to see both sides of the story. Like, good luck. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> I'm with you because, like, we're guys. You know, it's so yeah. like, even though we like to see both of the sides of the spectrum, especially with your podcast, it's great. I love that um, that perspective of it. Um, you got to keep it real, man. You, and if we did that all the time, like how there wouldn't be any men left to to help out in the cause. Like if you're just going to cancel everything, like people like Cuomo, yes, they deserve it. People like Harvey Weinstein and stuff like that. People like James Gunn. Yeah. Uh, people like uh, who's somebody that's getting? Oh, Eminem. We mentioned last week. Like wow, like you're really going to get offended about his music now? Like are you serious? Why are everybody so sensitive, bro? Everybody so sensitive. And they had that famous tweet, that famous meme, like, how did the generation that grew up with South Park um, get e- is the one that gets easily offended? And they're right, man. And to be honest, Gen Z is very sensitive, but I don't know, man. Millennials, and I'm a millennial myself, yeah. we're a bunch of big crybabies, baby. But we laugh at the shit, bro. That's true. That's true. You don't, you don't cry and try to cancel somebody and send your messages to your school or your workplace to try to get you fired. Like, I've seen that shit happen before, and I'm like, it's nothing that serious. It is okay. And for all the Gen Z people that are against skinny jeans, I have to say this. You know how long it took for people to convince me about skinny jeans? I mean, like, not like nut huggers and shit like that, but like, you know, nice little, like, if you're going out and shit like that, you want to have okay. something that fits. jeans. That's what I consider. I don't consider Fair skinny enough. jeans. Fair I consider enough. it fit jeans. If we're talking about something that, like, cuts off your fucking circulation, yes, yeah. I will make fun of that too. What are those? Exactly. But How my thing is, damn, man, people try to put me on a skinny jeans for years, and now that I'm finally into it, now, now it's not cool. Damn it. <laughs> style's always changing and the style's going back to ooh, we're going back into the real heavy 90s ever type of clothing I'm noticing bell bottoms they like I didn't even know that I didn't even know Gen Z oh. like bell bottoms I've never seen a Gen Z in bell bottoms before I'm like you like bell bottoms okay All right. but back to the weekend like I said he is boycotting he is not going to perform there are a lot of people not performing which is typical to be honest especially with COVID and to be honest the Grammys is a joke I, I enjoy the Grammys but I totally understand why people don't um, it's not indicative of the industry at all. Obviously, no. most of the artists that are out there right now, the successful artists, are people of color, are women, and they always shut them out. Beyonce, she I just read something uh, recently. She has not won the major award since 2010, and she's yeah. come out with amazing body of work since then. Lemonade, Beyonce, yes. Wow. Since okay. 2010. So, again, that again, it doesn't have to be – um, side by side with the billboard, it does not. That's okay. I'm fine for that because you know sometimes people. Oh yeah, like Takashi Six Nine. That would mean that he would get a Grammy if it was based just on uh, album sales. But um, there's so many people. Nicki Minaj. Like there's so many. Like I love Cardi B, but she should not have been the first uh, rap artist uh, woman uh, to win album of the year. That I'm a big fan of her, by the way. Huge fan. I actually probably like her music more than Cardi, but Cardi definitely should have got it before her. A bunch of women, actually. I'm seeing Light, uh, Queen Latifah, Little Kim. The list goes on. Yep. I feel like it comes down to uh, complexion. 
Uh, yeah, and he that's why he's making the boycott. He was like, I don't know what other excuse it could be. Like, I had the hottest album of the year, and he's right. Whether you liked it or not, he literally had the hottest music of the year, of 2020. Him, Taylor Swift, all the people, most of the people that got nominated, and a lot, of, like I said, a lot of people of color that just are not, and like I said, Drake never plays there because of that reason. Charles Gambino canceled again because he, he notices the trend. Beyonce, same thing, and they're disappointed. Why are you disappointed? Get more inclusive, motherfucker. Then you don't have to be disappointed. Exactly. It's ironic that you brought up Gambino. He deserves an award. All the flowers. Oh, man. All of them. I would steal bouquets from other people's shit, from graveyards to give it to him. He deserves it all. He deserves it all. I love him. Donald Glover, you're the man. Amazing. Can't wait for Atlanta season three. That's my shit. Oh, what is that there? I don't know, but I know that I know it's not canceled. I know they're still working on it. Perfect, perfect. I can use a new TV show. Uh, yes, but you're on Atlanta, right? You you you're caught up on that, or you've never? Seen I'm not it? caught up, but I've, I've seen the first season. I oh, got the second season. season. It's really good. It's dark yeah. too. It's way darker. Oh, nice. Okay, yes. Yeah. It's funny, that. but it's like dark. It's like, damn, why did I laugh at that? Like, <laughs> like holy. and they have a Drake episode. They have a Drake episode. Oh shit, really? Where they're in Drake's mansion the whole episode looking for him. It's a mad funny. Bro, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. Mad funny. It's like the funniest episode of the season. It's so yeah. funny. And there's an alligator episode with uh, Cat Williams. Hilarious. Oh, Hilarious. I, I saw that one. That's from season two, right? Yeah, it's the first episode of season I, I two. I don't know how. I, I literally only saw that one, and that was it. That was so I got to have some homework. I'm all today, so I have some homework. Oh, no worries. No worries. Um, and uh, shout out to the director. Oh man, he's the director that did uh, This Is America. He's got nominated for a bunch of stuff, by the way. That's why I'm mentioning him right now. Um, let me let me get him actually. Yeah, director of of Atlanta. I, I need to shout him out because that's my dog, man. Atlanta. Oh, I have like this cord stuck to my fingers. Atlanta. And uh, if I mention his name, our director Atlanta FX. Ah, Hiro Murai. Um, and let's look at his work real quick, because he's the man. I love him. And if you if I had like mentioned his work and be like, What? No way he did that. He's he's definitely on the rise. And I think he's gonna do some movies too, uh, soon. Um he did he produced he did uh This is America, Guava Island, obviously. He did Atlanta, he did how to become an outlaw, um, Emmett Demon. Oh no, so he hasn't really done anything yet except for T V shows. But I love him. I'm a big fan. I hope he. I hope he. Um. Yeah. They're showing people that he's like similar to Spike Jones. He did Gravity. David Fincher did Seven. He did Gravity. Uh, Spike Jones did Gravity. Yes. Okay. All right. That's what I need to hear. Gravity. Right. <laughs> I think Spike Jones also did. Um. Oh no, that's uh David. No, did he do that one? I think Spike John. Oh, let's look. He did her. I know that. The uh. Cool. With uh, Joaquin Phoenix, that was amazing. Oh, that, movies like that. Oh, being John Malkovich, where the wild things are adaptation, and he did the Beastie Boys story recently. Oh, nice. Okay, yes. you got some titles on his belt. Okay, absolutely. All right, cool. So, so with more music, I'm a big Jenna Aiko fan. I don't know why. I have a feeling you are too. Um, sailing. No. Oh, I made that wrong. Oh, get out of here. No, 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 no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I wouldn't call myself a, a fan. Okay. But I listen to her music. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And the only reason we're we're going back years, and I feel like a lot of a lot of us fellas, ladies too. Um. Oh yeah, we're obsessed with that. When 
because she changed, I don't say she, she changed the game. I'm gonna say it like that because when she said you gotta eat the booty like groceries, that, uh, that lyric was, of the year last year, lyric of the year or two years ago with Amari. Like two years ago, yeah. When she said that, I feel like that was a a turning point because now it put women's comfort and sexuality out there. Because before it was almost taboo to speak of, but now that there's a woman out here who's really speaking on what she likes in the bedroom, it almost became a norm. It was like, well, if you're not doing this, you're lame. You're, I'll find somebody else to do it. This and I feel like a lot of sexual preferences for women in public to kind of like shine the light on it. So I give her props for that. But when I say I'm a fan, I'll listen to her music, but I'm not too caught up on everything that she's doing. I know she's back with Big Sean, so that's... That's right. Everybody roots for that. Um, yeah, that's a lot of people's uh, couple goal, relationship goals, you know, mental health and lots of sex and all that good stuff, rapping and good music. Who doesn't want to be that? Right? Um, no, I love Big Sean, and, I, and I'm and i a big fan of both of them, to be honest. As a couple, as people, as artists, um, I'm a big fan of her last album, uh, Cholombo, with uh, Who's Trying to Smoke, all that good stuff. That was a great album, and that's actually Grammy-nominated, too. As a matter of fact, it's up for album of the year also. Do I think that she'll win? Ouch. I mean, I think it's a great album. I would definitely pick it, but um, it's up with, like I said, it's up against, like, Taylor Swift. It's up against, like, the the, the ones that, like, the white people that usually win. Uh, so, I don't like um, you're about the album right now. Like, I don't really listen to popular music. Well, we'll dive into that a little bit. But no worries. No worries. I, I do. Somebody up. has to for this show. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, you know, that's why you you get the the big boy bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um here we go. Some more new music. We have Drake. Drake is coming out with his new album, uh, Loverboy. Um, I think it's more to that. I think Letters from a Loverboy or something like that. And uh, so he's giving us a little snippet like he usually does, the little EP, Scary Hours. It's got Lemon Pepper Freestyle with uh, Rick Ross. It's got a little Dirk. And it's – oh, or is that a little baby, actually? A little baby. Baby. And, and um, it's also got um, the lead single. Um, damn, who's on that? Love them, actually. I've been listening to them nonstop. Yeah, the lemon pepper freestyle is pretty good. I got to give him props for that. Yeah, fire. And I'm so, I'm shocked actually because uh, the name of the album, Lover Voice, you would think that he would like you know, uh, and we haven't listened to the album yet, so we can't like really make that determination. But I would think with the EP or like you know the little snippet singles, the little uh, I think they call it like a what do they call it now? They call it like a little party pack or something like that. Now, what's okay. next is the first one. Wants and needs is with little baby and lemon pepper freestyles Rick Russ. And so uh, I, I, I didn't think he was going to go with the hardcore rap. That's what I was trying to say. I didn't think that he was going to go with, like, the uh, the popular artists. I thought he was going to go more with uh, the, the ballads like he usually does. That's that's. But I'm what a fan. Oh, go ahead. Oh, what are your thoughts on it? The, the I style? love it. I love it. I did not love um, Dark Lane Demo Tates. I wasn't a fan. It wasn't that good. Okay. Um, Scorpion I liked. I liked More Life. That was good. But um, So I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to his new album. I love Drake. I'm a big fan. I've, oh. Dude, I've, I've paid for his kid's college education already, man. I've seen him like five <laughs> times on tour, man. He's the man. I love... I got to see him at concert, bro. Oh, it's, in, it's incredible. He really cares, too, man. Like, it's even though... Black. The last concert I've been to, the last concert I've been to, we ever heard of what's Under the Influence tour? Yeah. I've absolutely. been to that one. Nice. Uh, that was, that was, I think it was Smoke Dizzle, Wiz Khalifa. I wasn't really oh, into it. I wanted was, to go. Oh. There was another one. There was one in Prospect Park. I think my favorite concert. It was Schoolboy Q. Okay. Oh, I love Schoolboy Q. Gambino. 
Okay. And I think ASAP Rocky or Todd the Creator, or I think they were both there or something like that. When these random pop up things, yeah, it was it was kind of dope. But a big celebrity, I need to go to a Drake one. I gotta get that under my belt. You will, you will. He'll be back. He definitely will be back. He's young enough for it. And again, I think he really loves uh, live tours. To be honest, I hear he's. I hear this was last album though. I don't know how true that is. He always says that. He said that about Scorpion. <laughs> they all say that. Ever since Jay Z started doing that shit, like retiring every year, they everybody thinks it's cool to do. Little Wayne, they all yeah. do it, man. Eminem. Again, I, I, I can't. Joe Button. Well, Joe Button really is retired. Yeah. And speaking of Joe Button, he. Um, he, I remember because I used to watch, I used to listen to his podcast all the time, and I stopped when he left Spotify. It just became uh, inconvenient, actually. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really listen to. I have YouTube music, and I do listen to the YouTube music, but I don't like, I don't like exclusively listen to podcasts on it. Mm-hmm. So Jenny Aiko, he made a statement a long time ago saying that like he loves Jenny Aiko, but he thinks that um, she's not on a top tier yet because she doesn't make good albums yet. And so that's for you, Joe Budden. This month, um, you've never been nominated for a Grammy, and now she has. So eat oh, that, motherfucker. Eat oh. those booties like grocery. Cut cold at the Costco. The Costco. That's crazy. I'm gonna FaceTime Joe Budden right now. Oh, you said that, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Um, so one more fine individual. We have addicted by Georgia Smith. Oh. Are you a Georgia Smith fan? Oh, the beautiful mm. goddess herself, Georgia Smith. Oh, she's so gorgeous. You got to give credit where it's due. And I and I hate to be misogynistic and shit like that, but um, when I went to when I went to Afro Punk and I saw her for the first time live, she had like one of those Diddy um, suits on, but it was all metallic. Um, it was like copper. It was like oh. a copper jumpsuit. And I still saw the booty. <laughs> hey, you know? I still like. I, and she didn't even turn around. She didn't even turn around much. I think oh, she knew. Run. I think she knew. I think she was self-conscious about it. So she had like the like a kind of like a Leah outfit. She had like yeah. a tank top, but then she had these really baggy orange pants, and I it was insane. I still saw it from the front. I was like, "What's going on here?" I think she she's the one for you, bro. I think you get that. <sighs> don't don't get my hopes up, man. She's Thank like you. a she's like a younger, fuller body side day. Like that's what she reminds me of. <laughs> Ooh, finger snaps. Oh, we, we, oh, we deaf. Deaf poetry. We in there. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I can get behind that one. Literally. Uh, oh, no, that's uh, that's my homegirl. Uh, <laughs> that's not her. <laughs> oh, is that? No, that is her. That is her. I was about to say, because um, Anita Baker has very similar mu- music. So let's talk about one more festival before we get into uh, film and TV. Yep. We have the Life is Beautiful Festival. So I know what a lot of people are thinking. Who the fuck is going to a festival? Well, it doesn't matter who's going. There are people buying it. And uh, it's sold out in record amount of time. People are so fiend out to go to a festival. Would you be able to fill me in on the Life is Beautiful Festival? Because this is my first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I only heard – I was looking for some news, some music news. So I found this, and this was on Variety.com. And Life is Beautiful will have, if things all go right, September 15th to the 17th in Las Vegas – Billie Eilish, Green Day, and Tammy and, uh, Tammy and Paula are the, and I love Tammy and Paula, one of my favorites. I love, actually, I love all three. Um, and they will be headlining. It got canceled last year, but now they put the t- the same lineup. They put, and I guess they're assuming they're all under contract. St. Vincent will be there, Modest Mouse, ASAP Rocky, Heim, Black, um, Glass Animals, uh, Young Thug, uh, Noah Cyrus, that's Miley Cyrus' sister. Actually, she's a little hotter, too, to be honest. Brittany Howard from the What's that band called? I love them. Um, the Alabama Shakes. 
um, Dylan Francis, the uh, the DJ. Lady of Alabama Shakes. Okay, cool. Uh, you don't like Alabama Shakes? Oh, bro, I love Alabama Shakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And I love her solo, too. Um, She oh. was at Afropunk, too. And I was like, oh, do I want to see her by herself? And she she kicked ass. She kicked wrong. ass. I was like, oh, I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. All right. And this is happening when? September? 15th to the 17th, Las Vegas. So if it's real, I sold out. It's sold out. But, like, if it, if things are really popping by then, like, maybe we could, like, buy it from, like, eBay or something like that or, like, from StubHub. And that'll be, like, almost, like, the first probably full-fledged music festival. We'll see. We'll see. Do you think over-under? Do you think that'll happen? Yeah, over. Nice. Over. I like that's that. that. The way that we've been in this country, as soon as they get the green light on any sort of project or performance festival, is going up. It is taking over everything. Like I said, tickets sold out in a day. People are I think less dying. than that. I think it was minutes actually. I think I think people are dying to get out at this point. Absolutely. Me too. Me freaking too. Yeah. And I have I've been out less and I don't wanna I don't wanna like depress anybody. But I've had a few people that were already sick before this pandemic and I've had people dying sick, blah blah blah. That's why a big reason why I believe in it. I I worked at a news station before this and I was in the, the pitch meetings and I was that dude being like Man, this is nothing. Like, <laughs> I was like, I even said I would rather die than wear a mask. And now I look like a fucking complete dickhead. And I'm same. pretty sure those coworkers never want to speak to me ever again. I don't blame them. I was the same <laughs> way, same way till I got sick. Oh, that. Oh, you. Oh, you had it. Oh man, I'm so sorry, man. That sucks, man. Wait, How are you feeling now? Because I I'm heard there's cool, still I'm, after effects, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, oh, good. Well, you're a healthy I'm, individual, anyway. So that's good. Like, it just came out of nowhere. Like, it. You'll be okay one day. Next thing you know, a couple hours later, you're out. Wow. You're, you're done. Yeah, I was, I was done. I think you're our first COVID. Oh, no, no. Um, Peaches was, but she didn't mention it at all. Actually, I didn't even ask her about it either. But whatever. Well, it's not about that anyway. So, But yeah. thank you for mentioning that. That's good. Thank you for being honest cool. and uh, telling us. Yeah, because there's a lot of misinformation out there on both sides, telling people um, anti-vax, uh, even like you said, even with Cuomo hyperboling in and covering things up, so it's hard to determine what's the real information out there. Exactly. So it's good to have actual people. Again, we didn't want you to catch it, but it's good to actually have some testimonials out there. All right, let's look at. Oh, let's get out of here. Let's get into some television and film. We only have two. Tell us about how you became famous. What the fuck did I watch? All right, so I have watched many of the Academy Award-nominated films. Include Well, those those nominees haven't come out yet, but most of them were on the Golden Globes. So, um, uh, yeah, there's not that much to watch, so I'll be getting on that. But one of the new shows, and one of the reasons why I checked it out, is because I was a big fan of Netflix's The Get Down. And I also love the guy, um, Justy Smith. He was also on Pokemon. I didn't watch that. Uh, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu. Oh, true. Okay. Okay, so that's the guy. Um, a long way from Jurassic Park. Word, I should have said that. That was better. Oh my god, that's actually oh, his better work. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> Pokemon. I'm like, why? I never want to watch that. And no, I was a Pokemon fan back in the day, but like, I've seen Pokemon. I've seen the movie. It's it's a childhood staple for us. You know, we grew yeah. up on Pokemon. So. I did. I did. So you saw the movie? Was it good? It was alright. Was alright. Right, cool. Like, it's like live action Pikachu. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like Detective Pikachu. Pikachu was never detective. He like looked around. He was like, <laughs> he was never detective. Pokemon were just Pokemon. They didn't have jobs and stuff. They didn't have jobs. <laughs> yeah, you gotta file taxes at the end of the year. No, like just let him do what he does. He was Ash's best friend. If they made a movie sure. like that, like live action, okay, I could probably stand behind that. But how they did this one, I understand the concept you're going with, and you know the crowd you're trying to engage, but. I you hear this? You hear this, Saban Studios? You hear this? 
one of your fans needs you to stick to canon, please. Stick that's to the fucking canon. That's it. Can you imagine movie with Ash, Brock, and Misty? Oh, oh wow! I can't believe I still remember oh, those names. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's permanently in here, dude. What were the villains? What were the like two little like rocketeer uh, uh, motherfuckers? Jesse and James, Team Rocket. Get out of here, Jesse and James! Wow, if I would have like put that together back in the day, oh, like those two names, like just from the CGI and the the amount of creativity we have now, they would have made a live action Pokemon movie where they actually have to go to the gyms and battle gym that leaders. Would that would actually I would watch. And now say. imagine if you took a Pokemon movie like with if that. they actually like kept the story like at like the, yes. the origin story and yes. like him busting down some fucking Pokemon, that would be sick. That would be fucking insane. And they're like like, like real size, like a Blastoise and shit. Oh, like you're in like some fucking. Can you imagine a right? And Russell Crowe comes out. No, <laughs> Let Russell Crowe be a gym leader. That'd be sick. Oh, what the fuck is that? With the Zatos? Bro. And if Joaquin Phoenix doesn't tap in, I'm, I'm That's not watching. That's I'm not watching. That That's would be insane. rated R. Make it rated I'm R. With it. Oh, I'm so with it. And put the Power Rangers in it, too, man. Put the That's Power Rangers in it. Keep, it. keep it Saban, like, universe. Like, those cinematic universe. Actually, they could do that. They could, because they are part of the same universe, kind of. Oh. They're part of the same production studio. That'd be sick. That would be sick. And Saban has done other work, too. Beetleboards, all that kind of stuff. So that'd be sick if they actually made their own universe. Mm-hmm. So Generation, we have uh, we went through his whole acting reel on IMDb, Justin Smith. <laughs> Generation is, uh, to make a long story short, it's also produced by Lena Denham. Um, she is the producer of Girls. She was the uh, the head writer and the uh, the star of that show. Um, you, if you've watched that show, you've seen her boobs many times. Um, and she co-produced that and co-created that with Judd Apatow, the legendary uh, director of uh, Knocked Up and all types of stuff, uh, Pineapple Express, Freaks and Geeks. He's, he's the man. Um, and so he has. they have a new show out, not him, but um, a descendant, one of his uh, his olive branches, um, Lena Dam. Uh, she also produced um, Industry. That is uh, another great show on HBO Max. That's yeah, that's really, yeah, that's really good. That one takes place in Britain. And it's basically all these young people that work on the floor of, um, of like, uh, like their version of Wall Street. And it's very good. It's like this financial firm. And they're all young, and so they're all, like, doing cutthroat things. Like, they all hang out with each other. They all, like, pretty much live at the job. And they all do, like, cutthroat things to, like, freaking get to the top. And it's really cool. It's a really good show. So she produces that. So she's been getting on the Gen Z way, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so with Generation, um, it has a plus sign that takes over the T. And it's basically um, – High school life, totally absorbed by the the non-binary spectrum. So everybody on there, there's a bisexual character, there's a gay character who's just Lee Smith, like very over-the-top gay. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of people that are experimenting within the spectrum. And so, yeah, that's what Generation is about. Is that something like the grassy, like all that type of stuff? Is that something that piques your interest? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, definitely watch it. Just because, nice. you know, shout out to myself. I'm in school, master's in art therapy. So, you the education. I love it. How things really work, especially in the community. I would what is the major? What is the concentration? I'm sorry. Um, this is a clinical concentration in art therapy. Oh, my man, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And that, first of all, that makes great money. Second of all, that is, uh, well, I mean, you got, dude, you'll, you'll do it. You'll be all right. The way I want to spin that, yeah. Well, there's not that many of them out there. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like, there's not, like, yeah, not a lot. Yeah. There's not a lot. I'm not saying it's, like, lucrative, like, when you, like, look a glass door and stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, there's not many of you guys out there. No, there's not a lot of us. And on top of you're a talented artist, like, it just works hand in hand. And you curated, too, before, right? Like, you're a curator of art, also, right? 
Oh, that's that, man. I'm, I'm just projecting your future for you. Don't worry. I got you, man. I got, I got you. So shout out to just D. Smith and the people on that show. Um, actually, let's look at – let's just give a little brief um, people that are on the show. Actually, there's a lot of hotties on there, too. And there's a lot – and a lot of inclusion, too. A lot of different types of people, different types of races and cultures and heritages. I always look for that in shows. So, again, Justice Smith is Chester. He is the main character of the show. As a matter of fact, um, there's a – this one might be a little problematic. Um, his guidance counselor is gay, and there's there's big innuendos that they're going to start a love affair. Uh, yeah, we don't know if that's going to happen yet, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I keep, I keep getting hints. I keep getting hints. So Chase Sui wonders is Riley. She's really cute. She um, She's supposedly straight, but, like, she has this person that has a crush on her, so she's kind of, like, figuring that out. Haley Sanchez is the one. Her, she's Greta. She's coming after her. Uli Slegender is Nathan. He is bisexual, and he is having an affair with his sister's boyfriend. Hey, yo. His sister doesn't know that, that he is messing around with her, so that gets very hairy. Oh, shit. That right? Is. Chloe East is Naomi. She's been in some stuff. I've seen her in other stuff, too. Oh, Nathaniel Alexander is Ariana. She's mad funny. She has two gay parents on the show. So, that, so she thinks that she can make any homophobic joke and everybody gets annoyed at it. So oh. she'll be like, oh, these cocksuckers. And they'll be like, you can't say that. I have two dads. Yes, I can. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, okay. Word. And she's mad obnoxious. So it's good. At first, I was just like, uh. And then, but, like, I love it. I love it. The characters is what does it. And that's why I still think HBO is the best because they have a way, Euphoria, they have a way of reaching new audiences no matter where they go. And I, I'm a big fan. Like, even though I'm a millennial, I'm 34 years old, the fact that they still get me interested in a younger generation, good job. Yeah, definitely. No, I'm, I'm interested in that one. To say the least. Fantastic. We have one more. And I have been, I have been, I've been, I was unsuccessful for like a few, uh, for like a month actually of getting this film on torrent. Sorry. <laughs> but um, I finally got it. And it's amazing. It stars Jodie Foster. Let's find some of the cast members also. Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, it is about Guantanamo Bay, and there is a prisoner that is falsely imprisoned there. Actually, a lot of them are falsely imprisoned over there. That's why they're trying to close it down. Um, and they, they've been keeping them there, even though they have found a lot of no evidence, even with the water burning, the Dick Cheney era, um, when they were like, pretty much abusing the shit out of them, even after the terror report that happened under the Obama administration, that he basically, again, I'm an Obama fan, but he basically threw it under the rug. That was bad. That was no good. But yeah. his excuse was he was trying to be bipartisan. He was like, how could I be bipartisan if I'm going to accuse the president before me of war crimes? Okay. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, so it, it's a fantastic movie. Again, it is uh, Golden Globe. It's won some Golden Globes actually recently. So it's definitely going to be one of the favorites. I am a huge Jodie Foster fan. I love her from Signs of the Lambs, um, The Accused, um, First Contact. She is amazing. Um, is this something that is in yes, your purview? Yes. 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 I'm big into stuff like that. Good. So justice, laws, conspiracies, just really getting your hands dirty to find the answers to things. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. I knew that about you, man. I, you know, you were saying, oh, yeah, you said something about memes. I want to, I actually forgot to comment on that. For someone like you, where you get your news from memes, I respect that. Because you're someone that critically thinks already. 
the people they like rely like on it like they're the same people that like look at headlines and then think that they read the news those right. are the same exact people that look at memes for their news which again i don't mind people that like are just smart intelligent people like you that are just like on the fly and they don't have time to like read a full article sometimes so they're just like okay i got the gist of that it can skew your vision on it absolutely like i don't People come from one perspective, say one thing, and that's that's the news, and that's how people take what they run. But like, I will go with memes just because one, it's it catches your eye first. Mm-hmm. Of course, you'll you'll see some underlining concepts that kind of draw you in, but then I feel like that drawing and aspect is what makes you do your own research on it. For example, the the J Lo situation, I saw that with the memes. She had the Thanos gloves on with the ring, so that, that's how I knew. I can't stop laughing at that. The comments is like, wow. She, her and Alex aren't together anymore. It's like, okay, they're not together. And then just from that alone, you could kind of get your own, but that's because how they portrayed it, it interested me. I was interested in it. Just yeah. caught my attention. That, that's how click, I The clickbait. Yeah, you know, very clickbait. Hey, um, man, that's, that's the era we live in, man. That's, okay. the, that's the way to get us. Um, we Oh, uh, we didn't really talk about this, but Burger King uh, UK, they, they put out a promo for Women's uh, Month. Again, we don't call it Women's History Month anymore because we're trying to get the history out of there. No. Good Man Podcast. There's no room for that. There's women <laughs> I'm with it. Whatever. Make it. Yeah. What, I like Women History I, Month. Yeah, it could have been that. That's, that's a good point, actually. I don't know why they didn't go with that first. <laughs> but um, so what did they X out? What did they say they X out? Uh, oh, Burger King. So um, right now there is only 20% of women in culinary scholarships and positions of like high class restaurants, fine dining, Michelin, uh, Zagat rated type places. Yeah. And um, I think this is only in the UK, I believe. I don't think they were talking globally or the US. But the US, I'm pretty sure, is worse. <laughs> like if we had to, any, any number that does gender studies, like anything that compares men to female when it comes to the yeah. hierarchy or pay scale and shit like that, they always fall off. Um, I was just talking to my cousin yesterday, and she's been a vet for like almost 20 years. And she was, wow. and she left. She congratulations to her. She went to Arkansas. Uh, she just took a position over there as a director because the guy, this guy that got out of school five years ago, was getting paid more than her. What exactly? And he quit too. He didn't even know. Once he found out, and another person found out about the way that she was treated. Uh, shout out to all of them, by the way. Oh, two of the men, by the way, um, they quit. They quit. They were like, no. Um, if they could treat you like that, they could do anything to us. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, finally, 2021, Let's men, go. and that, yeah, we're finally making the right moves, man. Finally making the right moves. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely feel the same way as you would do with that. That's a, that's a, that's a good move. I respect that. So, yeah, so UK got in trouble. Uh, BK, sorry, Burger King, UK got in trouble on Twitter because part of their promotion, they wanted to highlight that. So they said on their first uh, tweet of the thread, it says um, women uh, belong in the kitchen. Women belong in the kitchen. So that's why I said clickbait. That's why I said clickbait because that definitely was clickbait. That's not even – like if you need an example of clickbait, that's that's it. That's the one. That's the one of the encyclopedia. (laughs) But it worked. It made you dive in and see what the hell was really going on. Oh, 1,000%. I was uh, – right now I'm consulting, and that's what everybody's doing when they're out of a job. <laughs> that's, like, the proper way of saying phone employed. And uh, so, yes, I do consult. And so I was on an interview with uh, this company recently, and, I, and, um, and I'm going to cut I, – I, I don't like to self-describe myself too much, but I like to be a cutting-edge person. And so even in interviews, um, this is what you get. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, like, be, like, privileged or anything. Like, I could turn down interviews. No. I've just been, like, being authentic. 
So when we were talking about, I'm a social media manager, so of course we're going to talk about these type of things. And I mentioned the BK thing, and he was thrilled. He was like, yes, I know that it was clickbait, but I would have done the same thing. Not at this company. He's like, but I would have done it as a social media manager because, like, yeah, like as a, there's so much content out there. There's so many people with different uh, with the same type of copywriting skills. And when you could get something different, even if it's clickbait, if you could do something against the grain, you've done. You, if you could disrupt the market, kudos to you. The funny part is that's the same responsibility as an artist. It doesn't matter if you like the work. As long as I get a reaction or a response out of you, my job is done. Yeah, absolutely. You you disrupt. You Yes, yes. Your art, your vision, all that good stuff, man. You are trying to disrupt the scene. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't want it to be just a ripple. You want it to fucking be a wave. A wave, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, and you will continue to be that, my man. All right, let's get into the best part of the show. We're going to interview you. Perhaps one of the most interesting words in the English language today is the word fuck. What the fuck did I say? Let's do it in this corner. We got at S-I-V-E-L-I-M-L, two L's. Oh, okay. I-Z-E-D. And I didn't even look, but, you know, I had to show up. I had to show up because I did it. There you go. Come on, Two L's like Cool J, baby. Two L's like Kool Aid. There we go. I said Kool Aid by accident, but there's no two L's in Kool Aid. Hey, Unless you can't spell. They both good. L O Cool J is pretty cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Civilized, like I said, the artist he is, and he is a future um, art therapist. Yeah. He is a resident of Philadelphia. Now that I know that, I don't know why I didn't know that. Especially when he's like making advertisements in Brooklyn, do, um, having pancakes and booze and shit like Bro, that. I'm trying to be everywhere, man. Yes, you are. You're doing a very good job of that. Again, and we've also, again, we worked and attended, well, you attended Shibley, um yeah. with your family. And again, shout out to the Reese's, one of my favorite people okay. ever. And I love, again, even though we get hot on the Twitter about our political differences and stuff like that, I would, I, there's not many people I'd rather do it with because you're, you're a man of the people, Justin. Oh, Same thing with this guy. Oh. I'm Tell us about sorry. I'm sister too, Justin yes, and Jessica. Jessica, yes. Oh, yeah, they package deal. They're That's pretty right. good. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. The twins. Um, she just got engaged recently, and shout out mm-hmm. to her man. I follow them on Instagram as well. He, I think he's one of the developers of Fubo, the um, the, yeah, the uh, app that's like trying to compete with uh, pretty much like ESPN and like the NFL Network and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah, live sports, I think. I don't have it, so. But I, I, I know that Justin um, supports his brother-in-law, and I know that I've seen it on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm going to look into that after this, you know. Why not? Oh, uh, yeah. Get in on something early. Speaking of getting in something early, when did you decide that art was your calling? You're going to laugh at this. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> art was art became my calling in Shibley. Okay. Yeah, we're going back. We I just going back. Really, I never spoke about it just due to the fact of like just ridicule. One oh, sucks. A handful. You were there. A handful of the only black kids in this camp. Oh, I thought you were about to say you were there ridicule. I was like, I probably was. Damn it. Fuck me. <laughs> that no, was, no, no live events. Like, yo, you were one of the dopest counselors ever. Oh, thanks, ever, man. Ever. Oh, you, oh thanks. Oh, I think Pete was there too, right? I love Pete. Pete. Yo, you two were, yo, hands down. I had, a fun, I had fun. I was very underpaid, but I definitely had fun. Oh, I, like I, I think my last summer there, they paid me $1,400, mm-hmm. which is like the equivalent exactly. of a stimulus check now. Like, that's fun. Exactly. Two months for the stimmy. You feel like as long as nobody dies or bleeds, I don't give a fuck what you guys do. It's camp. You're supposed to That's true, man. <laughs> like, all right, cool, cool. And I'm like, should we, I could say, was the, the origin of my artistic work just because it was 
it was a way for me to do something that I don't really do. Of course, at that camp, it was sports this, sports that, sports. I can do. It sports was pretty much a sports game. Yeah, like, it was it, rivals of Pierce. Yeah, yeah we, we should have whooped their ass. They should have had. Right uh, I just wanted something that was different, and I found it all through through arts and crafts. Well, nature crafts to be exact. And they had so, a really good craft center, actually. They yeah, really did. I don't. I'm gonna shout her out. She was bad. Jessica. Jessica Alvarez. Ah, oh, good. You don't know the story of that, right? No. Okay. I know. I, I, know I, I, was, I don't think they listen to my podcast anyway. <laughs> I, I know. Plugins. I was infatuated by. Her. I, this you is how should. Hard, She's hot. She's so hot. Still. Back in the day, like I, I love science and chemistry and all such shit. To the point, you know how you go those little. Uh, you go like Michaels or a little arts and crafts store and yes. get like the little, the little crystal maker things and little grow rocks in your basement. Yes, like, grow rocks. Bro, why did I grow some rocks in my basement and I gave them to her? Like, here, I grew these rocks for you. What type of bullshit is that, bro? Yo, you're back in the, yo, you're coming back from the 70s, man. Pet rock right there, man. Pet rocks used to be the thing, dog. I could have gave her crystal meth and said I grew <laughs> Here's a rock from Tyrone. Like, <laughs> meth rock. I I think you're just so hot. Bro, but she was bad. Oh, yes, but yeah, was. that arts and crafts, I feel like that was just my, my ploy. Because with that one, there's no rules. There's no fucking rules on this. And I'm sick and tired of living in a place where you got to abide by this and do this and do that. Artwork is art. You People can't tell you what to do in this. This is my perspective on how I see life. And so I, Was that your first art piece, The Rocks? My first art piece. <laughs> but, okay, if we're getting into it. Performing arts. I liked... I liked... The complexity of the projects. Okay. Because, I mean, I'll laugh at it now, but I'll, I'll beat anybody's ass. I dare somebody to say something to me. Uh, Lanyard. I knew you were going to say that. Oh. That was very popular over there. And oh. they had, yo, they had a lot of good, that's why it was a great, you, you're right. You mentioned Michaels. It probably had more supplies than Michaels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were sitting on years of stuff, like stuff that's not using. They had so much of it. But well, really all of them were principals, so they probably stole it from the schools. Probably, most likely. <laughs> or donated, whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. You know, when I started working there, I kind of, you know, dipped into the tank a little bit. Just Why not? <laughs> they were. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not, but arts and crafts was definitely my, my place to be. I just liked the, the serenity, the tranquility, the place to really just sit down with my thoughts, mm-hmm. process it, and still get the job done. Wow. And it kind of like correlates somehow. So like, if I'm going through a hard time, I'm going to choose a difficult project. Dude, uh, that was a perfect spot. And yeah, dude, so I can't I believe how dope Shibley was for that. And look at that, they made an artist out of you. Whoa. Yeah, bro. Like it was, it was amazing. I, I loved it there. But just from the ridicule and stuff alone, I, I didn't tell anybody about it. Cause I, cruel. You know, growing up that whole machismo thing. I don't want to. Yeah, I just want to my friends and do sports, and I don't want anybody to know this. But this is before you were brolic too, where you could have said yeah, that. What do I look like as a brolic black kid in a majority white Jewish camp doing arts and crafts? Oh my god! <laughs> exactly. And we're thinking like that now. Like back then, I'll, I'll be cooking up. There's no way you're gonna catch me doing that stuff. Yeah, when I met you, you were tall and skinny. You were, you were, um, and uh, Mike, Mike was uh, shorter. Is he still shorter now? Yeah. Gotcha. 
Love it, man. You guys, it, yes, you guys were one of my favorite. And it's funny you mentioned the black thing. Yes, it was a Jewish day camp. It was um, a sports camp, and uh, yeah, there was it was not much cool. color there. Definitely People not. And like, so it was very noticeable. We noticed each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you saw one of us, like, okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> no get out part two in here, like. <laughs> That could have been the first get out movie. It definitely could have. Oh my god, there were so many people. So anyway, but I wanted to tell you a little story about Jessica Alvarez real quick. Um, you remember Albert? Remember Albert? Uh, Liz Handy's uh, brother, um, Albert Handy. All right. Oh, yeah. So he was he was away my first summer that I worked there. And my cousin Trish, that's how I worked there. She was the bus driver, and um, she got me to work there. And so um, her friend Nancy, who is uh, uh, Jessica's mother, Nancy Alvarez. Um, I guess, like, caught an eye to me or something like that, and she was trying mad hard to hook us up. Um, Mad hard. They were on a softball team together, Nancy and my cousin, and they would bring us together, and it kind of worked. I was digging her. I was digging her, but I had a girlfriend at the time, Uh, and I also was messing with this other girl named Stephanie at the camp. Her name was Stephanie Major. So uh, uh, You you probably didn't know her, but she I messed that one up, too, to be honest. She she was full of hot women, bro. I know, man. Ariel Hoffer. I know all of them, man. I I get you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Anyway, she was into me, and there was mad people that told me that her and Albert were together. She didn't really mention him. She mentioned him, but she didn't mention him in that way. I knew that part. I knew they were kind of together. I knew Albert and Jess were, yeah. So basically, he comes back, and he's, like, doing this beating his chest type shit. And we ended up being friends, by the way, later. I love Albert, and I love the handies. I love all of them. Yeah. And so he, we're playing basketball. He makes, like, a rivalry type thing. We're, like, going at each other on, like, the little Shibley Olympic thing where we're playing basketball. We're doing dunks on that little ass fucking court. I know. I know. Ah! I was, like, six feet. And so afterwards, she comes to me. And she's like, you know, rubbing up on my my arm and shit like that. And I'm just like, isn't Albert your man? And she goes, and like, and she made it seem like I was supposed to like, like intervene or something like that. She was just like, she didn't say it outright, but she was just like, why are you like, he was gone. Like, why didn't you like try to take his place? And I'm just like, and I, and I guess I messed it up because like, which I didn't mess it up. Well, at the time I was fine with it. Cause I was just, I was yeah. doing my thing. But then later in life, I saw how hot she still stayed. And I was just like, damn it. Wow, bro. I had the chance or like yeah. whatever minimal chance. I had the minimal chance. I think messed it up. It would have been better for you, man. It would have been better for you, bro. Oh, what, how old is she? I don't even know. I know she was she's my age. I think she's like 33, 34. And oh, she just had a baby, very cute 30, baby. 34. That means when I first met her, she must have been 16. I was 12. You had a chance, man. Just like the Sandlot, yo. Wendy Peppercorn, man. You could have gave, gave it up, man. Yeah, but funny part is, there was something that me and my boy, shout out to Thomas, you know? Thomas. Oh, Cleveland? Huh? Um, Cleveland? Who? Thomas who? No, no. Oh, you're thinking of Andre. Yes, yes, my bad. That last name is, yeah, that's the safety point. He's he's doing good, too. I think he, he's a beast at tennis now. Jesus Christ. Oh, get out of here. Nice. He's nasty. Um, Thomas, there was another kid who was in Teen Boys 3, you know, shout out to Teen Boys 3. That's right. Who also had a crush on Jessica. And me, did, Thomas, did it. me and Thomas were best friends then. And then there was one who was like, nah, we got to get her attention somehow. What are you going to do? But she, me and Thomas will always go to arts and crafts together. Uh, but she, she the crime. Yeah, so she knew that me and Thomas were cool, like, whatever. So there was one time we were like, no, man, fuck that. We we want some attention. So 
we would split up. Like, you go to auction class this time, I go this time, and we would just talk shit about each other. I'm like, yo, nah, he's mean, yada, yada, yada. To the point, she's like, what's going on? Like, are you guys really okay? Like, I'm, oh, I'm damn. Uh, we were like, damn. <laughs> are you guys okay? That's it. I'm bring him to the dome. <laughs> yeah, man. We were like, you know what? That's kind of fucked up. Damn. Well, yeah. I, I, well, now she's married. She has a kid, so obviously... Everybody failed. It's so, a strong home boy. You know? Yeah, so, definitely. Not a lot of people make it that far, so I, I definitely give her props. She's smart, beautiful, and she still takes care of business. So if she ever tunes in, you know, respectfully, just shout out to you. True. You were, you were a, a, a solid starting point in the artwork. Because, one, it was, although it was a time for me, just having somebody there of that magnitude was like, mm-hmm. yo, this is what you like to do. And the fact that... From from a young age, we're like, yo, the fact that women of this caliber enjoy stuff like this, I'm not alone in this world. Like, I'm not just a weird kid. Like, you can be whoever you want to be. You can be a, the hottest girl I can't do in arts and crafts. True. And they always replace it with someone hot. Um, okay. Again, one of my friends, Ariel, um, very hot, and she took over after that for many years. Uh, yeah. Oh, and funny thing, did your parents work at the camp at all? No. Okay, that's why I didn't get you. So my first year working there, I got all the staff kids. And um, I got Nick Alvarez. I got uh, Chris Alvarez, the twins, her her, uh, yeah. her brothers. Oh. I even had Frankie at one time, too. Shout out to him, by the way. I got to get him on the pod. His podcast is insanely popular. Okay. Um, he Yes, it's called The, uh, the Basement Yard. Um, he does it with a very popular guy named Joe Santagato. He's been on, like, TV shows and stuff. I've, I've reached out to right. them to collaborate, by the way. Right. They're, they're, like, too large right now to, like, hear me. But that's cool. I love them. And also his brothers, his twin brothers, they have a podcast, too. Shout out to them. It's called the Twin Yanks Podcast. And Twins. they talk – yes, and they talk about the Yankees, like, all the time oh, on that nice. show. Good shit. Okay. Right. Yeah. Dope. Dope. So, yeah, no, shout out to Shibley. Look at that. Shibley is, like, producing all-star talent out here. That's it, man. Love it. Are you doing any art out there in Philly? What's going on in the curation scene out there, man? Uh, I've been doing artwork for some time, and then the world fell apart with COVID. No. So, you know, I was doing shows here, shows there. I'm also trying to get into fashion a little bit. You should. Oh, the, I saw that. The jackets with the prints inside. Those are sick. It's literally right next to me. Let me get that. It's oh, that shit was sick. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I was so impressed when I saw that. I took one of my art pieces and flipped it around. Oh, let's and, see the shirt, too. Let's see the shirt. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're, we're keeping it diesel over here. Some, Definitely uh, gonna take a screenshot of that. That's amazing. So outside is very you no know, plain simple, but it's the inside of the artwork. Oh my god, show that oh. off. Oh god, that is so sick, dude. I oh, definitely need. Oh. And this was a test run. Like I wasn't. I I've never done anything you killed, like. You killed it, man. You killed. So it. my goal was to try to do stuff like this. You should, man. Getting some more more fashion. So why not? You got a good eye for that. I got an okay, bro. I don't know nobody out here. I'm, all I do is work in school. Well, that's the next step. Connections. The eyes. The first part. That that was the plan, and then God said, "Covid." Side humor. So you don't want friends. I was like, "Damn it, no new friends." Um, but I, I'm definitely planning on doing things the right way because I know, especially from arts and craft, we're gonna go back to shit. We it was fun for me at that. Like mm-hmm. it was fun to just actually do. It was my passion. It was just a way for me to just become more in tune with myself. But then once I brought it 
I kept it away because I didn't want anybody to know about it. I told myself all the high school, like, I'm going to be an anesthesiologist, yada, yada, yada. But I was just so focused on making money at that point. I could imagine, like, falling asleep to you, like, talking to you. Okay, we're going to put you asleep now. Like, holy oh, shit. All right. Uh, just count back from 10. Get back from 10. One. <laughs> that voice already put me to sleep. Like, ah, that was soothing. Like, it's like, all right, it's like, whoa, well, I was ready to sleep, doc. Oh, right? Man. They don't even need the anesthesiology. Like, all they have to do is, like, take a bedtime story, like, from you. Like, it's just me saying the alphabet. That's it. Right? Oh, Count some motherfucking sheep, bitch. <laughs> but I'm mad. I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, but I've always just kept it under wraps because I just to avoid the ridicule and stuff. But I've always had this this passion to do things different. So if it wasn't me painting, with me making music, I was the band geek. I was class musician. For I didn't know. I didn't know you were. Yeah, I was jazz band. Like I've been on competitions and stage where I played at Carnegie Hall. That's like, right. Um, Very impressive. Always some form of creativity that I felt like I needed to needed to do, but then I just hated the ridicule of it. Like I was really good at it, but people always clowned my shit to the point where like me I, hate Shib- you're making me hate the the camp kids at Shibley now, man. They were like oh, holding a great artist back, man. Oh, I, it's a, people who do tune in, like it is the people in your close circle that are your biggest haters. For real, dude. I'm 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 not even want to fucking say that. So I've always just kept in a rap just to avoid the ridicule. Um. Then I got to college. I want to be an anesthesiologist. I'm taking yeah. all these classes and shit like that. So focused on the money. And I'm like, all I got to do is just knock people out and leave for the day. And I'm making a couple, more than six figures a year. Easy. That's, that sounds pretty crazy. much seven sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm in these eight o'clock chemistry two classes. And I'm like, yo, what oh, the fuck is this? What is this? I pictured you next to the Bunsen burner too. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> What? <laughs> what the fuck? And then it's just I like doing experiments and stuff like that. We're gonna just mix up with the chemistry stuff too, but like doing things exactly to a T when how they're supposed to be done is like mm-hmm. that's boring to me. Let's let's mix some shit up like this. I'm not just trying to add a couple of drops to oh it changed from clear to purple. Nah, like let's let's do some chemistry. Let's learn some shit. That's where I want to be. Let's in the make game. some crack. Let's make some yeah. Let's make some oh, fun in the in the college labs. Let's do that. Wait, where's Walt White when you need him? That that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it, I'm still big into science and stuff now, but looking back, I feel as if it was the professors that I've had because they didn't bring any life or spark into anything. Everything was just very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Very. Uh, I'm an action-packed character sort of person. I need, I need the excitement. I need some sort of extra stimulus in order to keep me intrigued. Because if it's just... Same, actually. Same. Same shit all across the board, I'm, I can't do that. I can't it might be that. a silly question, but do you think chemistry helped with your art at all? Like, the mo- like moderation of, like, paint? Like, um... No. No? Okay, cool. Go cool. mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Because <laughs> with chemistry, it was I liked it. I liked science. I hate when you combine math and science. If they're two separate things, cool. Like I was in statistics in high school, biology. That's light work. That's easy. But once you start bringing the two together, ugh, no. No, I feel you. I was trying to like. I was actually uh, gearing it towards like subconsciously, not like. Like what you exactly? Oh, like. subconsciously. Yeah, like with the colors and with, like I said, like the amount of paint that you use, all that kind of stuff. Like the things that, like you were, you were doing in, in that chemistry class. In that aspect, I would say yeah. 
okay. the experimentation process and seeing what the results are. That's what I was trying to say. From. Yeah. So if we're going that route, if we could remove chemicals and put paint into the mix yeah. and that same sort of thing, yeah, yeah. then chemistry all the way. All the That'd way. be sick if you painted the periodic chart. That'd be sick. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Be kind you know what? Good. Let me make sure I write that down. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 we're creative people, man. I love, okay. um, and I've been, I feel like you're the same way. Like you would just love, even if you're not creating art, you want to be around it. You want to yeah, be, yeah. you want to be like in the scene. Like I, th- I feel like one of the places, uh, creatives like you and me, like I I'm just throwing out one name, like Kanye West. Like if he was in the recording studio and you were oh, yeah. like, and and you were just like a fly on the wall, like that would like that's a place for us to be because we just love to be around great art, and especially right. while it's in conception. Exactly. Gosh. Exactly. Also, we got to that, and then all of a sudden, I noticed my my biology grades because that was my major at that point was biology. Mm-hmm. Were just plummeting, plummeting, like like I can't. So what I did to try to stay within the biology program, I took art classes to keep my GPA up. Okay. And my advisor was like, why are you taking biology? And I'm like, well, this is what I want to do. She goes, I, I don't want to be rude. I'm not trying to knock your dreams down, but I don't think you can enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. You can like science. You can like biology, but I don't think this is a strong point for you. And I'm like, uh, we'll see. We'll give another semester. But once again, taking our class to keep my GPA up. And then it got to the point for advisement. And my advisor goes, listen, we're just going to switch over. I had a 3.7 GPA in art. It's like, yo, just. Nice, dude. We're just going to stay in that one. It's like, you can still do your biology as elective and things like that as a minor, but get your artwork done. And then once I got to my first art class, remember his name was Professor Mack or Dr. Mack. Sorry, you know how professors get Dr. Mack. The one thing he told me was, it's not what you paint, it's how you paint it. Mm. And I never understood that until he gave me my first project. And to this day, that's my favorite thing of all. So imagine you're going to, if I tell you to paint a tree, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll paint a tree. He wouldn't accept that. He would say, okay, you want to paint a tree? Go outside. You're going to put paint on your stick. Paint with the stick. Go back outside, grab a leaf off the tree, paint with the leaf. Go to another spot, get the dirt from around the tree, paint with the dirt. So he's like, oh, wow, it was like Mr. Miyagi over here. Yeah. So once he once he opened up my mind to that caliber, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, dude. Yeah, we're we're doing some really good tutelage in your life, man. Good for you. Awesome. Awesome. And still to this day, I'm like, I can And inspiration, I, to be honest. You've been I in really good spots for this. That's why I stick with the, the abstract rose, because... With artwork, if you paint a picture of something, I believe it it locks it in frame. This is this. this I've is heard this before too. Dorian Gray type shit. Yes, and with abstract work, it's like your mind is a playground. I love the controlled chaos of something. Mm-hmm. So let's say we're hanging out. You see an art piece on the wall that's abstract. I see an art piece from two different walks of life and two different perspectives. We can have the same painting in our minds and have a completely amazing conversation what it relates to what did you think of this what memory does it give you what does it remind you of do you think of anything going forward so I like that whole work that makes you think instead of just having the completed image right there in front of you and then once I got my degree in art that was it I tried to test the waters and see how the world really works did multiple shows got interviews um it even got me a chance to fly out to L.A. for an art show. 
I saw that. I I loved every second. Like like I said, I love walking on your Instagram. And I'm happy that you share that stuff, to be honest. I know that, like, Shibley made you kind of shy in the beginning with that. But I'm very happy that you shared that stuff because, like, like I said, I would get so enthralled in your work. Your work is so, so good. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, And that's funny. Bob Ross would have probably quit that class. He's like, I can't take this shit. I just want to... Fucking yeah. Paint trees, motherfucker. What's going on here? I, I went to Romeo Westbury. I don't even say his name. Fuck that guy. I don't care. Fuck that guy. Steven, Steven Pribble. Oh, he's well, not the right Steve, man. We got the he, right Steve here. He will come into class. You will smell alcohol on his breath. Ugh. But nobody wants to talk about that. Oh, you, will give him a, you will give him a lab that took you almost. Oprah, three, Oprah. Nah, nah, nah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I love those Megan Merkel beers. He would lose your lab paperwork. I'm like, bro, this what? you can't lose our labs. And if you lose a lab, you can't redo it because yeah. that you almost had to tear the pages out of the book to give to him. Oh, so if he if he loses it, it's like we can't fucking redo this. Well, I don't have it. Like, I we gave it into you. Well, I don't I don't have any of nah. Fuck that. So once I saw that, that basically gave me a sour taste for biology. I'm like, nah, because this is how it really is over here. If you don't give a fuck, why should I? Well, thank goodness, because you probably would have been on the sequel of that Hayden Christensen movie. Uh, I think it was like, like Awake or something like that. That would have Oh, yeah. Well, oh, that movie scared the shit. So that day, that movie still scared the shit out of me. And, and, you, and you wanted to be in the field. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in the field. Oh, I can give you a story. Well, please, please tell us. want to go into the field of anesthesiology. Please tell so, us. I, I should get my mom on phone because she was there for this. She got so upset. So ah. I was at the dentist. My first cavity ever. I was a kid. I think I was like, what, seven, eight. First cavity. Uh, uh, Yeah. So, like, no, you got a little cavity. We're going to drill. I'm like, cool. I'm like, is it going to hurt? No, it's not going to hurt. So, the drilling, I'm like, okay, yes, it kind of hurts a little bit. Okay, we're almost done. All right, okay, professional. You say you're almost done. You're almost fucking done. Simple as that. Drills again, it hurts. And I'm like, stop. So when, while they're drilling, I take his hand. I'm like, yo, like, it kind of hurts. He goes, don't touch my hand. He still has drilling his hand. I'm like, it hurts. Like, I, I said it hurts. Like, I said I'm almost done. I said I'm almost done. I'm like, it's a safe word. Goddamn. Yeah, right? Pineapples or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes back, keeps drilling my mouth, and I move. I'm like, yo, I, I can't do this. Yeah. He goes, we're almost done. You just need to stop moving and relax. He calls his nurses in, bro, why do they hold me down in the fucking chair and continue to drill the cavity? What, what is going on? Bro, so at that point, I get away from the nurses, I take his hand, and I jump out of the chair, and I run into the waiting room, right? And in the waiting room, the dental, they have that big mirror. Yeah. I remember opening up my mouth, saw the hole in my tooth, passed out. And it was like... Was that malpractice? Did he, like... He doesn't work there anymore. That's all I know. Oh, shit. That's all I know. Yeah, but that... Wow, that is that scary. Point, and my godmother's a dentist. Holy bro, shit. And that was the point of, like, I don't want anybody to go through some shit like that. I feel you. Oh, so that inspired you to get into, yeah. well, we get to the schooling out. of it. Yeah. Nice. And I'm so happy for your guidance counselors, man. I would not have seen all this dope-ass art that you have, man. Thank you, man. Thank and, you. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, I think, I think it's a great profession. I've heard other people try to get into it. Not even try to get into it, successfully get into it. Um, high-caliber people like yourself. Uh and they, they've had a wonderful career in it. They've had a lot of fun, especially as artists, especially as, if they're origin artists. Like, yeah, it's just basically waking up every day doing what you want to do. Basically. basically. And you get to keep being an artist. You get to keep doing studio art. Like, that's yeah. probably one of the best things. 
That's it. It's I highly if you are a creative of any sort, mm-hmm. do not shrink yourself for the comfort of others. I totally agree. Get out there and do what you gotta do because like you said, all you need is that one connection and your life has changed. Also, you know what? I haven't spoken to him. He went to college with me. Mm-hmm. I know him. I don't know if he knows me, but I'm, I'm going to shout him out too. Peace, please. Who? Peace Studios on Instagram. I'm, I'm Peace Studios? Yeah, I'm going to shout him Peace out. Peace Studios, gotcha. Peace yeah. Studios, uh, yes. Peace. We'll put them, we'll put them on the screen. Got into the world recently of, of the art making and stuff like that, but he's taking this show by fucking storm. Nice. Storm. Almost like a modern day Basquiat sort of thing. Oh, look. there you yeah. go. Um, there was one thing I think he collabed with Tier T E I R New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a couple of his artworks on their clothing. Bro, nice. Whoa. Oh, that's all you need, man. That's oh. the only publicity to blow up right there. Um, some people were on BET wearing his shirt. Give an What? Issa Rae is wearing his pants. I love Issa Rae. Bro, he this. I give him props. Good I, for I him. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, you're gonna have to put that on the outline so I can properly shout him out. Get him yeah, on the screen. Yeah, I'll, I'll he definitely out. deserves a shout out. Let's get into the last portion of this. Um, the Good Man Podcast. Please tell us how you got into that. How did you meet your co-hosts? Hmm. Um, what are your favorite episodes? Okay, that's, this is gonna be a good one. So. I met Chris from church. Me and Chris went to church together. <laughs> the good man. Yeah. The good news. The good service. You know, the good man podcast. Is me, me and Chris Bray went to church. Uh, and that's how we became really good friends and just really hanging out. Um, the good man podcast started. So I was an assistant manager at GNC when I first moved to Philly. So the Vitamins. Store, the store was always dead. So I'm like, you know what? I'm bored in here. I can't leave behind the front desk. So... I'm going to have some fun on Instagram. So I would just go on Instagram, and this is when they just added the feature where you can ask questions, like ask me a question sort of thing. Oh, you were big into that, man. Holy yeah. man. People were so responsive to you. Holy shit. People were, yo, people love to answer your questions. I was, I, I, when, anytime I put a question, I got like two people. You oh. would get like 50. I'm getting answers out of it. And it was just simple But stuff. you would answer very creatively, though. So that's probably why they did oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you well, would always like, put something in the background. I had to. Or make a good or something. But and you were funny, was, too. Your, your responses I, were hilarious. All I did was talk shit. I, I, <laughs> that's all I did was talk shit. So I, I love it. That's my favorite. A big conversation piece was I put, like, ranch dressing or blue cheese. And then if it was, like, I saw that. He would put like, oh, I chose ranch. I'll put like the ugliest fucking thing. Like, this is nasty. How do you eat that toxic shit? It's, <laughs> it's like blue cheese. It's like a picture of Bugs Bunny in a king's chair. Like, welcome oh, to the. Oh, no. R.I.P. Pepper Le Pew. Yeah, yeah. Recipes. Recipes for the, rape, the, 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 the rapist skunk. <laughs> he, was a, he was a wild one. He was a little sus. I mean, I don't regret watching him, but I definitely regret for the females watching him, uh, yeah. for the, the little girls watching him. That must have been rough. Yeah. That must have been rough. He was, I don't know, he was just perfuming them until they passed out and taking his weight. I know, man. I know, I know, I know. He gave he gave him the codeine, the codeine uh, perfume. Mm-hmm. But back to the good man, back oh, yeah. to the good that, man. That's how it started. It was just with the questions and, and things like that, just having So fun. he was answering the questions or? No, I don't think he saw the questions yet until it picked up after about like almost like two months of doing it. And I was just really just having fun. And then what was it? Just from those questions alone, he like, yo, you should do a podcast. I'm like, uh, I don't really know what is what it's going to be about. 
because at that point in my life, I was like, I just got to figure out a way to become the best me possible. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was already established in his field. So he reached out to me and was like, yo, let's. What's his field? Talk. If you don't mind telling. He's in theater. Nice. He's a, he's a theater major and a professor. Oh, so he, so he teaches acting? Mm-hmm. Sweet. So, uh, you're, you're, you're an idol of mine. I definitely have to shout him out first. Chris Berry, yeah, you're, you're Chris my brother. Chris So. No, I enjoy him. I enjoy him as a co-host. He's great. Once he kind of, I don't say, he took me under his wing. I can say that much because I'm not too familiar with the podcasting world, which is another thing I got to, that's my 2021 resolutions, just become more knowledgeable of things I want to do. I have yeah. no problem coming up with ideas, but just executing them. It's always been a little trouble area of mine. If you need so, help, man, I got you, man. I got you. He was able to bring it all together, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. Let's just run nice. things all go. But so far, favorite episode of the Good Man Podcast, I think it was, I think it was like bad first dates or something like that. That was funny. I enjoyed yeah, that. that was that was a good one. But the whole point of the podcast is just to become the best men we possibly can for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, we tend to shape and mold ourselves to society standards. Yes. And it's like you, you're not going to change the world trying to fit in. No. You got to take accountability for your actions. Not everything is all sunshine and rainbows. And don't be afraid to put your foot down. Stop trying to be a yes man all the time. Well, that's, nice. that's all it is. Just trying to find the difference between the right way and the easy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. One of my favorite episodes was when you had the married dudes on and they were going through the tribulations, the trials, the tribulations, the um, the ups and downs. That's and it. yeah, no, and you guys were asking really, really good questions. That's what I felt like was the best part because they could have been on any show. And I don't think people would have asked those type of questions. You asked real questions. But like you said, like the style, it, the style that you do on your Instagram stories, like you were just really, yeah. very you know, to the point. And they had no other choice but to answer, honestly. Mm -hmm. And that's how we get some of our our content. I know a lot of people have been reaching out to try to get onto the Good Man podcast, but some of the responses I've been getting have just been complete bullshit. Like, oh, I want to talk about this. Like, but what does that have to do about the brand? Yeah, the brand. What do you What do you try to convey? Or you just trying to come in the podcast and just talk your shit? I mean, yeah, and if, it's me, yeah. if you want to come in the podcast and talk your shit, then I mean, by all means, let us know. But if we're on a specific agenda or how yeah. we go meet, we can't do that. And on top of that, a lot of the questions we do get is it's from the people. That's from the community. When I put those stories up, oh, you guys ain't got any questions and stuff like that, and they come in, I send them to him like, yo, what do you think of this? All right, yeah, we can talk about it. There we go. So the fact that you engage people before you even had the podcast, before you engaged with some uh, people, before you had something to sell, that's a huge step up, a huge advantage that mm-hmm. people don't have. I had a team of people on this show, and it was hard for them to attract the audience. Even my social media manager, when she engages with fans and she puts, like, little comments and stuff, and she does polls, too. Like, she'll put up poll questions and surveys on the Instagram stories. It gets nowhere near the numbers that you get. Well, you want to know the secret? Let's hear, oh, let's hear it. I didn't even know there was a secret. I didn't even know there was a sauce. Let us know about the sauce. There are times when you do ask a question and it's not really hitting like you think it is. Yeah. Answer the question yourself. Make it anonymous. <laughs> I love that. Because once you put your answer up and people, people feel response, more encouraged, they're like, okay, not nah, there. Okay. And people don't know who it is. They think it's anonymous. Sometimes That's it's sick. me on my own post talking my own shit to myself. 
That's smart, actually. Yeah, people love it, and people fucking eat it up. People do it. All, people do it in the commenters too. They put they 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 pin up a comment that someone else did, or like just try to engage the audience. That's it. That's that's what you got to do. Engage you, man. Like your audience, and you'll be just fine. Just like say, I love that. Actually, that's a great idea. Now you're like inspiring me to like get back on the questions shit for the show at least. Like, how are you? How do you want people to answer your questions if you're not even going to answer them? That is so true. I was in a I was in a social media seminar one time, and they were talking about micro influencers and macro influencers, and they were saying that sometimes you, um, that's why it's so crucial to get like those first ten likes because if you if you have like a post that has like zero or one like for like twenty minutes or something like that, people feel too cool. They're just like, Ugh, I don't want to be one of the first people to like that photo. I look like a loser. Like one of the first people at a party, but. If it has so many likes, people are snobbish. At that point, too, they're like, oh, they got enough likes. They don't need my like. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no, I totally get you. You got to fool them, man. You got to, like, you got to reel them in, man. Go in and play the game. That's it. You're so good at it, man. Fucking attraction, you're good to go. Like I said, after a while, I just put up some random shit and people were replying, what is, what is your favorite dessert for Thanksgiving? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> And people were flooding my inbox. It's all about the yams, bro. It's all about the yams. The funny part is, I would respect yams, but mine was a banana pudding. Oh, banana pudding's sick, bro. Damn, that's a good one. And then I but, put that. But hold up. Nobody makes banana pudding at my Thanksgiving. What's going on here? I make banana pudding. Everything's given. Oh. But the funny part is, in order to engage with the people who were responding to the questions, I'll just talk shit. So let's say I put, what's your favorite dessert for Thanksgiving? You put yams? I'm like, uh, I'll put a picture of booty cheeks and yams. Like, yeah, they cool, but nothing beats banana pudding. And I'll put it up there and I'll leave it. So like people know, like, nah, Stephen likes banana pudding. So, so if Jane Aiko made yams or banana pudding, which one would you eat? Oh, man. And which one would you put in the grocery bag? Damn, that's she like said, she said Steve, eat my banana pudding or eat my yams. That's like a now. Exactly. <laughs> the banana pudding. If Janae Aiko made yams, I'm going to have to go banana pudding. You thought uh, there you go. You go. All right. No, no. We'll be careful, though. She might find out you make it, and it might become a competition. She might get jealous. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Gotta eat the booty like yams. Like yams. Yeah. <laughs> ASAP Rocky's gonna sue us for that, man. <laughs> yeah, and he's dating Rihanna, isn't he? Yes. I don't know how that's like under the radar. I've seen I, it is on the radar. I've seen, but like it's not like on like J Lo, A Rod news, right? Even their breakup is more famous than them dating for some reason. Exactly. I love both of them. I'm a big fan. And I, and I, again, I don't find Rihanna to be innocent. That doesn't mean that I think that she should get beat up or anything like that. But I think she's, I think she's a badass to the bone. And I appreciate that about her. I love Mm -hmm. that. I love that about her. And I love that about ASAP Rocky. I love the whole Sweden thing. Louis Vuitton, uh, Yams Day. I'm a big fan of ASAP Rocky. I love, I love that whole deal, man. But I could, not to copy off of uh, Deezus and Mirror, I could chop it up all day with you, man, for real. Right, huh? That's why we're chef in the podcast. You said what? That's why you're a chef in the podcast. Oh, oh thanks, man. Chopping it up. See that? That's all right. right. Chocolate salty <laughs> <laughs> Right? And they're about to have a quarant. Oh, I'll go ahead and scratch my glasses. I had it, like, on this glass thing for a while. Um, 
Yeah, speaking of which, they're about to come out with a quarantine special. They already had one, but I think they're about to have a vaccination special. I don't watch South Park anymore. Not that it's not funny. Not that it's not quality. Yeah. It's just I can't. That 30 seasons, that's that's enough for me. I'm good. That is a lot. And and yet, there's so much content out there. There's your content. There's all types of content. So I had to make room, man. I can't just watch 30 seasons in a row of something. Just don't have time for this. It still gets me the fact that the creators of South Park were in Columbine. You heard about that one? They what? They were in Columbine? The kids made a way for the town to cope and came up with the Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, 30 seasons. Of course, they're going to um, intercollide with a lot of pop culture. And not pop culture, a lot of current events of things that are oh, happening. No, 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 no. I don't understand what you're saying then. My bad. The kids who were at the Columbine shooting, like, okay. they came up with South Park, the survivors. I heard a few survivors came up with the show South Park. Oh, Matt, they, and Matt Stone and Trey Parker? Oh, I didn't know yeah, they were part of this. As a way for the town to cope. So they just made jokes about it and stuff like that, and it took off. That's what I heard. Oh, and they're from Colorado. Oh, shit. Yeah. They're from, like, the Denver. Wow, that actually makes sense. I know, The things that I do, I only know limited things about them. I know that they're libertarians. I know that they're far, they're not far right, but, like, a lot of people mistake them as liberals when they're not. They were like, we voted for Bush. <laughs> like, how could we be liberal? <laughs> true, true. He's like, but to be fair, we make fun of Republicans and Democrats. That's probably why you think that. That's probably why you think that we're liberal. But that's crazy. I did not know that. Like, bowling for – wow, that makes a lot of sense. If, if, if it's true, it makes a lot of sense, even if it's not. I totally believe you. I'm looking right now. You know, that's what technology is for. That's true. That's true. I used to have a producer that fact-checked us, but he's, he's going. He's producing TikTok videos for his girlfriend now. Let's see. I'm going to get some, some facts because there's no way. Because if somebody told me that and it's wrong, I'm going to be upset my whole you life. Need to, you need to get that backhand ready, just in case. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> and, and I was in fact checking you, by the way. I don't care. It's all good. I, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not usually gullible, but with you, you I don't know why. Like You're just a believable person. All right. All right. So we'll we'll go with that one. Yeah, that's fact. Okay, good. That's good. Fact. Yeah, right. Maybe we should call this. You know what? We'll call this episode Gaslight. That's what we're going to do. Gaslight? That's <laughs> yes, it could be. That's right. That's right. Or like I said, if I come up with something more artistic for the artist, I will come up with that. It has to be cliche based and it has to be like two to three words. I stopped doing like big ass thing because like with promotions, it just looks sloppy. It just yeah. looks sloppy. Plus, hmm. A lot of people probably are like, why are you still putting cliches as a title? Oh, well, it goes with it. Fuck it. We're going to do it three seasons in. Maybe I'll change it one day, but for now, it's viral news and cliches. There we go. But again, thank you so, so much. I can't thank you enough. You're one, you're one of the favorite people I wanted to pursue. I know we canceled, I think, like on um, episode – oh, that's when you got sick. That's when you got sick. You were either, like, exposed or you got sick with it. And not that I didn't believe you then, but I was just like, damn, COVID? Like, whoa. Like, God. Yeah. Yeah. Not only is it believable, it's unbelievable at the same time. It's just like, damn, it's, like, surreal. Like, you know, back to artist turns. It was, like, very surreal. It was – but again, we I was so thankful to reschedule you. You again, I'm a huge fan. I try to get people that I'm a fan of. I try to get people that kinda have dual lives. You know what I'm saying? That that do cool things and are not defined by their job. And if they are, it better be cool. And um and you fit all those categories. Let's get out of here. It's a beautiful day. I want you to get some sunlight out of here. Uh, daylight savings time is today. Make sure you turn back your clocks. I don't know why you would have to do that if you have digital things out there with your cell phone and your fucking. Oh, yeah. Right, I outdated myself with that. Go get the rotary phone while you're at it. <laughs> but anyway, again, let's get the fuck out of here. Yes, sir. Where can they check you out? Uh, you can find me 
on the Goodman Podcast, North South That's Africa. right. That's right. You can go work, uh, Instagram at the Goodman Podcast. You find me on Instagram as well, Civilized, S-I-V-E-L-L-I-Z-E-D. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. No, fuck, you can't, man. No, you can't, man. Not anymore. I had you on Facebook a long time ago, but you probably deleted it. I don't it. on Facebook anymore, but I don't know. It's, it's kind of lame anyway. Just Instagram. Uh, what else am I using? I'm considering making a TikTok account, but everybody's telling you me should. I, you should. I need my voice for something. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Probably be like a Dr. Seuss book or some shit. I don't know. Get, yeah, man, you got to. Well, you got to put some. Uh, you got to do some of the challenges too. That that gets everything viral too. Oh, all right. So there we go. You got to mix it fun. in. You got to mix it in with the challenges they do. That, I mean, that's what I've learned. I mean, who knows? Honestly, the Gen Z, I think they're doing pretty damn good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not one of those people. No, and it doesn't matter. There could be Generation A after them. There could be Generation T. I don't care. I'm not trying to. Yeah. I'm not no, trying to war with different generations. Like, I'm gonna learn on their TikTok ways. Yeah, I know I'm learning from them. Those are the yeah, ones that are yeah. teaching me. The millennials are doing it, but they're not doing it the way the Gen Z and he, and Gen X is on there too, but yeah. they're not doing it the same yeah, way. Right. They're definitely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, okay. If you want to learn real TikTok, you got to go Gen Z. That's it. That's it. If you want to be OGs, let's, let's bring it old school. Go to, go to Vine. Right, yeah. that's millennial right yeah. there. That's totally millennial. <laughs> Asking so many questions. I remember that's that dude, right? The guy code. I remember, oh, girl code was on there too. Shout out to Aquafina Queens. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I, I, I never. I think, was on girl code. No, I think it was a, a girl I went to college with who was on Guy oh, that's Code. That's dope. I love. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love both those shows on MTV. They were so good. Mm-hmm. They were so good. Uh, cool, man. Do you have a website too? I've never seen. I had. I'm in the process of building. It's going. It's been going on for years. I'm not going to be. Okay. All good. You get a website for years, but it's like I'm too all over the fucking place. But hopefully soon I could come up with something that really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And I just I'm going to make some bullshit that site for people to go to. Like I, I, I think it would be a treat. I think if I'm, you found the right web designer, it would be a real good treat. Yeah. Like I'm learning to get more into quality than quantity at this point. It took, it took some time, but I'm I'm glad it's going out this way. So hopefully I can get a website done really soon. And speaking of websites, mm-hmm. um, I got myself out. You know, hey. um, you heard it here first. This is the first podcast I'm saying this. Uh, Civilization is an LLC. I'm a business owner of my own. Oh, man, congratulations, man! I love to hear that type of stuff. Yeah, I literally just got approved about last week. Night. It costs some money, yeah. man. I trademarked myself too. That shit sucks. Oh, fuck. I was. Like, it's worth it. It's worth it in the end. It's worth it. Yeah, but like going through all the paperwork, I'm like, oh, this isn't too bad. Then that price comes at the end. You're like, wait, wait. Yup. I know it starts off at like five hundred, and then you got to keep paying, not keep paying, but there's other fees and stuff. Yeah, I remember it's five hundred is just like baseline. Like exactly. Exactly. I got that I got to get trademarked and copyrights and those. Yep. And I'm sure it scares off a lot of people, man. I'm glad it didn't scare you. I had to talk to an IP attorney, an intellectual property attorney, in order to get it done. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't scare me because I can't dwell on the now. I just got to focus on the future and how I'm going to move it and really get things going on. You know, love it. Yeah. Well, you're a natural of the podcast game, so again, you, it was perfect to have you on here. You're perfect on Good Man Podcast. I really hope I, I love. I would love to collaborate with you too, man. To be honest, man, you're the perfect vibe for the show. You have the perfect vibe for the Sylvan Insane brand. <laughs> no, I agree with you. By the way, I try to get people to fit the brand too. Like if I get someone that totally doesn't like pop culture or, or is totally not interested, yeah. Like, my favorite is people who never watch the show that try to ask to be on. They're like, people just want to clap at this point. They just want to clap. I want a podcast. Cool, but like, what are you bringing to the table? 
I'm not even that famous. Like, what the fuck? Where are you going to get clout from? I'm looking for. Where's the clout? Where, where, oh, clout, where are you? I said, oh, you know, I was on a podcast. I've, I've heard it all doing this good man stuff. Like, oh, why do you want to be on it? You know, I got some ideas. And, like, I just kind of want to just, like, be on a podcast. Oh, so you just want to come on a podcast and talk shit. You could do that anywhere. You don't need yeah. to come here and waste our time. And plus, it's not easy for us. Like, no, it's not any type of content creation. All the things that you do is not easy. Like how how we're doing this now, I feel like because we're both already set up in the podcasting world, cool. But like when we were first doing it, I was in Philadelphia and they were in New York doing this. So trying to set up all the wires and everything, oh, and then yeah. then they moved, trying to get up everything set up over there, and then yeah, Zoom wasn't as popular when you first started, probably. Yeah, it was a nightmare, but it's it's becoming better now. Hell yeah. And the world is better for it. And it's perfectly set up for you to make better content and more content. And I never noticed, by the way, before we go, I never noticed um, the quantity quality with you. I, I always thought that you always brought quality. And, and speaking of which, when is the next episode of the Good Man Podcast? That is a good question. Mm. Uh, we, I'm not going to say we because I don't want to throw them on the bus like that. I'm going to say I've been slapping them on especially with school. I was not like, that's why we need quality. We don't want to just yeah. wash it out. No worries. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting a master's degree program to be tough, my ass like this. I'm trying to go to law school, man. I feel you. Yeah, I'm still going to do this, too. You, you know what time it is, man. Oh, it's going to be too much time. It's not easy, though. Especially with me being in school in the days and working overnight full time. Like, it's. If it's I get you as a guest again, you're going to see me like this next time. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. I'm, that's, you know, so, we're going to be like, yeah, like, like episode you, 204. Four. So, guys, it's good. It's good. <laughs> the screen is just going to be black. It's just going to be. <laughs> I feel you, man. Oh, actually, one more. Uh, what, what's your. My bad. I know. One more. No, no, you're fine, bro. What is. I'm enjoying, uh, I'm enjoying this. Nice. What is. um when you're When you're done with quarantine. What is your first thing you want to do? A music performance, a travel destination, or a um, a party like a like a block party or like a house party or something? Shit. What's the first thing you want to do? First thing I would love to do is like party. balls out because I'm sure people have party. I'm sure people have done a little bit of these things, but not to where like pre COVID levels. Me, uh, I'm I'm more of a house party. I'm an introvert. Nice. So Me too. Kind of, you know, like I love, house party. I love a good solid house party with. My good friends, people that I know, and just really just wild out with them. Back to the shit. Cause, yeah, because now it's like, especially surviving this, I'm going to tell my kids this was like I am legend type shit. Um, I'm going to tell them that was Lenny Kravitz when they look at this. Uh, I'm going to be like, that that painting back there, that was Lenny Kravitz. It wasn't Basquiat. The movie 2012, I'm going to tell my kids that was a documentary. Like, I oh, John Cusack. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I, I, I survived. <laughs> Um, but no, like, just a good house party because I feel as if now, especially in these dark times we're in, we got to stop taking things for granted, especially our close friends and family. Like, live it up with them. Why are you trying to impress the streets? You don't know anybody out there. But, like, make sure your people around you are good first. So, a nice, a nice Project X house party. Let's just put it there. Let's just. Uh, yeah. no, no, with, a, with, a, with a military tank and some they, fucking pyrotechnics. Uh, just me and my friends doing dumb shit was safe and really having a good time. Nobody gets hurt, just smiles, laughs, stories. That's that's all I want. I want that with you, bro. I'm with you, and I'm rooting for that to happen to you. I'm rooting for that to happen in the world, and I definitely want to get a part of that. I'll be going to Hawaii next month. I might be even doing the episode from there. Who knows? I'm going to try to set that up. 
But um, and that'll be my first time. Have you ever been to Hawaii? Never been, but my boy lives out there. Who works? Nice. Who works? Oh. Um, what? Oh, what's his name? Do you know Ellis? Yes. Yes. Oh, he, he's in the military. He lives in Hawaii. Oh, that's Pantana. That's um the yes. um uh he, the maintenance crew. Okay. The um uh, what's his yeah. name? Jose? Julio's. Julio. Yeah. Julio. Julio's family. His whole family was over there. Yep. So I love I him. him. So oh, man, with that dude, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, that dude. Oh my god, man! That dude, like, he would get me. So, I wouldn't be in trouble, but like, I would always like be trying to get unhigh because I would always like. Anytime I walk by, I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'd be like, damn it, Arctic crack. When he first found out, I started smoking. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, and then they gave me it, bro. Your lungs weren't ready for him, man. Your lungs were not ready for him. Not ready, bro. Like, <laughs> all of them too, and not all of them actually. My bad. There were a couple that were straight edge. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so no, I love them. I love all of them. They're great. Yeah. Patty, his wife, they're they're amazing people. Amazing people. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. Let's do the outro. Ooh. Oh my bad. I gotta tell um, <clears throat> my social media handles. We have at Keep Up NYC for Instagram. You can catch us on Spotify, Google Play, um, iHeartRadio. Uh, did I say nice. Spotify? I said yeah. Apple Apple Music. Basically, a lot of the spots the Good Man Podcast is on, too. We're on Keep Up, Shut Up on Facebook, even though he's right. It's pretty dead over there. But we have to promote. Uh, we've actually been on LinkedIn. We were on Pinterest. We've been on Tumblr. We've been on all that good stuff. If you want to see some promotions, yes, if you want to see things about the episodes, um, we're oh, on Twitter. Keep Up and oh, Wine. Go ahead. Ram, could I see it here, bro? You're on Twitch. We are on Twitch. I need to, I, dude. I'm by myself though. I need bro. to like, culti- I need to cultivate all this. I can't oh, just. Been, I have a Twitch account. I'm still trying to learn how it works. What the hell am I gonna put on it? But bro, do you have Twitch, a webcam? Do you have a webcam? No, I mean just. Oh, just this. My bad. I know it was a super question. Yeah, that, but I do have, you know, I got two phones. I was thinking about just setting one up on a tripod. Letting that record. Right. Oh, the phone is perfect too. Perfect. That, what perfect too. Like, and there's a and there's a program too that makes it easier um, that I haven't someone showed me I haven't put it into use yet. It's called Space Lab or something. Space Lab. I'll look and into they, that. And they come up with like templates like for you to be like under uh well, the overlay and stuff like that for when you're talking. Yeah, no, you'd be good at that. And you play video games. You love that, bro. Yeah, I'm, I literally got. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, up there. Frank is really popular on Twitch. Frank Alvarez, he's really top about that. That's a projector, bro. I know. I saw that. So yeah. you play the video games on there? I can put video games on that, and I have literally just streaming on on the oh, wall in front of me. Sick. Oh, yeah, I, I, I definitely need to get a projector. I have yeah. one, but not a not a not a nice one. It's like very cool. It's like from back in the DOE days. Oh, those, yeah. Exactly. The heavy duty. You can, like, throw it in the middle of the ocean. It'll, like, throw it, like, all the way at the bottom of the Henry Hudson. It'll, it's so That's heavy. It. You could cook on them shits. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, it would get mad hot at the top. I, I, yep. And it's the Epsom, and now, uh, which are, like, my favorite commercials right now, by the way. Shaq, um, with those ink oh. cartridges. Those shits are mad fun. <laughs> Come take a walk with me. That's it. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> Come take a walk with me. That's amazing. <laughs> He's still the best picture man on earth, man. I gotta meet Shaq. Me too. I know. And if we met Shaq, we'd be like, "Hey, Shaq. Hey, Shaq. <laughs> hey, Shaq." <laughs> so, random question for you: yeah. you, you were the tallest man in the world at camp. How tall are you, bro? Not that tall. I'm like six three. Okay. Ah, yeah, yeah. At camp, I look like a giant. Oh, You're right. Christ. I thought you were like seven eight. <laughs> You're pretty tall yourself. You were not. You weren't that tall at camp, but you definitely freaking oh, yeah, caught I mean, up I'm, when you. I, I just touched six feet. You know. 
That's good. Crazy. That's crazy. Like that. hyper a dude, man. That's a perfect. Do you know how many people I, die I, to get over five ten? Bro, yeah, yeah. You know, I was at five eleven, platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> God damn. Years. Like a like a Harry Potter train station. Yeah. Right Holy like, shit. I, I hit six eleven. I think it was two thousand thirteen. I remember the year. I was like, nah. Oh, you said 6'11"? Uh oh, seven oh, four, oh. man. <laughs> I hit six feet. You you would be eye to eye with Shaq, man. I know, right? Sheesh. Awesome, man. man. All right, so you better shut the fuck up, listen up, and keep up. I finally got that back in there. Please when my go. boy civilized, he's yes, sir. LLC. He's now trademarked. Don't get sued by this motherfucker. Oh, and still insane. Over and out. Homeless. Yep. <laughs>